This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs, like every episode of Watch Out for Fireballs, is entirely listener-supported. People who use our Amazon referral link or buy things from our store or uh, most significantly join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. If you uh, like the show and would like to support us, even as little as a dollar a month helps out a big deal. Um, So head on over to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Love you, stuff puppers. All right, cool. What are you doing this week? Okay, Gary, if you'll follow me, I'm about ready to unveil my walking battle tank. Oh, cool. We got a Metal Gear. Oh, no, no. We're, we don't do that well on Patreon, man. Uh, but this is our very own combat tank. I call it the Podcastle. Wow, it's huge. I know, right? If it's both of us, we can walk around. It's great. And you'll follow me. Check this out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we've got this ammo shoot. And uh, this is going to help us figure out what we're going to play this week. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's 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 check it out. See, the Podcastle can shoot anything out of its cannons. I mean, anything. And this ammo mechanism, it's uh, connected to a hopper, and it uh, it gives us random items to shoot at our at our enemies, at those who have wronged us. Enemies like Jeremy Greer. Exactly. DarkSoulsHaters.Rumbler.Combine is no match for the Podcastle. All right. Okay, so I'm just gonna pull this lever here and. Oh, hey, it's it's Josh Groban. My name's Josh Groban, and this is my absolute favorite walking battle tank. Ah, Josh Groban, I, I'm sorry, buddy, you're not a game. Not not yet. And let me just stick you in the chute, and... Wait, <laughs> no! Uh, let's pull this again. Wow, it's Lucius De Beers from Deus Ex. It's my favorite ter- tertiary character. I know. Young Dens. Please, I'm so cold. Off you go. (laughs) Dang. Okay, well, this thing is bound to give us a game at some point. Here, let me just pull the lever. Okay. Oh, Jesus, man. That stinks. Is that wilted arugula? It's all covered with mucus, and there's like there's water at the bottom. Mm, Somebody put this in the crisper. Oh, man. wait, Wait a minute. Like rotted... Arugula cover, covered with arugula rocket ro- rocket slime? Is it saying we should play rocket slime? Oh, man, I didn't know that this battle tank spit out rebuses. I mean, Gary, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't feel good doing this for abject suffering, man. It's like kind of too long, and it's actually really good. Should, should, should we just do a waffle? Gary! What? Aww. My tummy! Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro games podcast. Yes, and this week we are talking about Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime, 
which is an action-adventure game developed by Tose and published by Square Enix for the DS in 2006. Yeah, this is a game in which you play a slime named Rocket, and uh, it controls from top down, kind of like a, a Zelda game. This is a, an action-adventure number. Yeah, yeah, and your goal is to travel around this kingdom of Slimenia and uh, rescue these 100 slimes that have been captured by the evil mob, the Plob, or Platypus Mob. That's what that means, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Because everything is puns. Even though Plob is one of the sloppier, like, like that's not quite a pun. I don't even know what you'd call, no, it's call a, the Plob. It's a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a portmanteau. Yeah. The, the, like those, you, at the end, They're great. The plob are great. Um, so the the big kind of part of this, uh, the, the way that you get around, you you often don't swing a sword. You have this thing called the elastoblast, uh, where you stretch out your direct, uh, your your rocket slime in a direction and then release them like a rubber band. Um, <laughs> an early version of the game had you doing this with the touchscreen, but that would have been you know intolerable. Uh, so luckily they changed it to just uh, you know using the D pad and and holding down A to, to kind of root yourself in place. Yeah, it's really intuitive. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. Um, and th- this is really versatile, too. So you can destroy enemies with this. You can also knock enemies and items up into the air where you catch them. Yes. And this lets you uh, throw them as weapons um, or, mm-hmm. you know, you can throw them onto the Trans-Slimenian Railroad, which sends them back to town. Yes, because uh, there's a big collection element to this. You can also use them to solve puzzles and, and mm-hmm. do things like that. But uh, carrying things and kind of carry order are really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so the items that you collect and you send back to town can be used for kind of this phase two of this game. This game is kind of bisected mm-hmm. um, in a way that like reminded me of like Skies of Arcadia or something <laughs> like that. Like it's it's uh, where uh, other than the stage parts, your boss battles are done through these tank battles, um, which are really huge and really, really awesome. And uh, everything you've collected so far is used as ammo in those. Yes. So in these battles, you have these two tanks that kind of face off, right? And the top screen shows kind of this zoomed out outside uh, view of the map. And then the bottom screen is where you're kind of like running around and dedicating most of your attention. Mm -hmm. And uh, you fire shots uh, at your competition by throwing items that you've collected into these two cannons, one that shoots high, one that shoots low. Um, And there's kind of this... uh, defensive element to it as well because when items hit each other in the air they'll knock each other out mm-hmm. um so you need to kind of manage um you know your your balance of which cannons you're using in order to be defensive and offensive at the same time mm-hmm. and this uh this system gets more complicated as you go with items that have certain you know special property and acquiring crew and the like um but at first it is just you know you throw these things through and it's, it's more complicated than it initially seems i guess yeah is my yeah like yeah. it takes on it's kind of like a weird rock paper scissors a little bit where you always want to make sure that you are throwing more items down one lane than your enemy is yes um, and that you're throwing the correct items uh to counter anything else that they have coming at you and and you throw decoy items that you know are gonna get knocked out of the air in the mm-hmm. hopes that higher damage items actually make it and stuff there's actually a lot of depth to it yeah. more than you would think at least <laughs> more than this children's game would have you believe yes yeah um one of my favorite parts about this though is because each of these tanks is its own kind of uh dungeon is a little bit big of a word for it but you can run around them and uh, run around in them uh, including the mm-hmm. enemy tank you can fire yourself um, as ammo, right? You can just throw yourself in there and even direct some of your crew members to go as well. Um, mm-hmm. Infiltrate the enemy tank and then destroy their machinery, destroy their uh, their computers and such that control the uh, the ammo feeders and the doors, which kind of gives you an advantage. If they can't fire as much at you, then you can actually land more hits on them. So that's a way to to turn the tide of the battle in your favor. 
Yeah, you, and you can you can kind of disrupt everything about it over there too. Mm-hmm. Like you can just you know stop people from firing at you by mm-hmm. by killing them. Um, you don't even have to go in through the cannon. You can actually break down the front door, mm. um, which ended up being my go to strategy for almost all of these. Yeah. Like I was always on the move, mm-hmm. um, which is more fun to be active. And then once you get a crew, they can kind of handle the the rote tossing things into cannons yeah. afterwards. Um, your goal here is to get the other tank date zero HP, but the tank doesn't die at that point. <laughs> um, it has a little a cartoon like machine heart that you can then get into that you have to blast which is really cool in that like one it gives you this last little bit that you have to do but it's really awesome on the defensive Mm -hmm. um some of the battles near the end were really kind of down to the wire where both of our hearts were exposed and it was just a race (laughs) to see who could get to the other person's heart in time Mm -hmm. uh, which that sounds like um like a michael Sarah movie (laughs) or something like that's something you would explain to some girl on a park bench like you're the girl from from uh, Adventureland, and here I am saying that it's just a race to see you can get to the other person's heart in time once their walls are down. But you know. and one of us is going to be destroyed. Yeah, one of us is going to die of cancer probably that's because that's how love works in a Michael Cera yep. movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that ended up being a strategy for me because uh, a lot of the times the enemy AI, when you're you know when when your heart's exposed, they'll all make a mad dash for it, but they're going to stop firing. So yep. <laughs> what you do is you set your crew to just fire and fire and fire, and you keep keep them out from the bottom yeah. and uh, and then that opens them up for you to make your own run right so you yeah. can actually win really really one-sided fights by kind of intentionally tanking yourself no pun intended well it's the rocket slime episode so who no, knows all puns, all puns intended <laughs> Yeah. Um, the, uh, you can actually get better ammo as the game goes on and use this crafting system um, from Rescued Slimes and use this alchemy wagon to create mega weapons. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just if you get three of the same weapons, they'll combine on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you actually uh, craft them. But you have to keep up with this kind of arms race mm-hmm. of, uh, of better weapons or you'll quickly get outpaced with the, uh, the stuff that you can buy or the, the standard stuff. Yeah. Um, you can also upgrade your tank and uh, you know increase its HP mm-hmm. and also change your, your ammo loadout. Yeah. Um, you can do this. Uh, you can take as much control over this as you want. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's an automatic way to do it, which is probably adequate in most cases. <laughs> um, sometimes I found that I would like something a little bit more than the computer would yeah. and make a couple adjustments, but usually just hitting automatic is, is fine or doing automatic and making some adjustments. Yeah. It gets, it gets you a starting point. Like you need, you can go in and get rid of the weaker stuff for, especially like certain, certain fights later on are a little bit more specialized. So you can give yourself yes. more of what will be useful against them. Right. Yes. Um, both of these avenues, either filling your tank with ammo or uh, upgrading or even doing this alchemy, uh, relies a little bit too much on this collection aspect, I think. So mm-hmm. just throughout the course of, the, uh, you know, of, of, a, of a stage, you're going to pick up a lot of stuff and just throw it onto uh, the, the, the carts because, hey, they're right there. Why not? Mm-hmm. But, if, uh, you know, and that got me pretty far, but it keeps you just just below the curve. And I feel like it was encouraging a little bit more grinding for this stuff than I would have otherwise wanted to do. Yeah, it's it's not necessary. Right. Right. Like in order to. So those last battles like this is this is game again. That's not hard mm-hmm. until the end. Mm-hmm. And it becomes hard because if you don't do this, this grinding. Yeah. Right. So if you if you do the grinding and it, it makes it like for a collection thing like this is it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you. uh you know, it, it, they put these little, these, uh, these, uh, train carts everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy just to throw your stuff yeah. onto, onto the thing, but it just, just doing it naturally. Like I don't, I don't want to actually dedicate time to it. Right. I didn't. And the game got a little like the difficulty spike at the end. It wasn't really hard, but mm-hmm. I just, I felt like I was kind of gaming the AI yeah. in order to avoid grinding, mm-hmm. which is kind of a bummer. 
Um, yeah, and then there's there's even more kind of grinding too. Um, if you collect a certain number of monsters, you can have them join your crew. Yep, thirty of them. Uh, yep. Yeah, which thirty is a lot. <laughs> so like you know that's a lot of grinding that I just wasn't going to do. You don't have to do it, but like mm-hmm. I feel like some of that stuff. Um, there's like PVP in this game. Yep. Like you can you can play this against other players mm-hmm. on their on their DS, and I think that some of that high level stuff is made for that. That's you know, really never, the sense that I got. There's certain ammo that only seems useful for that too. Yeah, it's never like this was ever going to become an esport, but they <laughs> created like kind of like a lot of, uh, you know, optimization, right? Like a very high sk- uh, power ceiling mm-hmm. for PVP. Yeah. In Rocket Slime Dragon Quest Adventures, <laughs> for, for, which is, for, for which people is who are much strange. fussier than me, yeah. yeah, like which like I could see this being fun to play against somebody. Like if it mm-hmm. were easy, it would be fun. Like well, it would be, you know, Cole and I, we just both play this game. I wonder how our tanks are different, and mm-hmm. like fighting our tanks against each other, that would be kind of fun once or twice. But I couldn't see dedicating like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to grind these statues because I need one of them on my crew to go down <laughs> to the you know the the esports arena, the Rocket Slime <laughs> yeah. against other people. Like I just don't see that. <laughs> uh so it, it's it's you can get around it it's but it, the balance is a little bit grindy yeah um i really like the the, the crew member side of this oh thing. yeah there's only a handful that i found really useful but i tried them all pretty much mm-hmm. um and just the idea that you have these tactics that you can assign them um like there's one that you can get that just heals your tank or heals your yeah. crew members or you know fires under different uh like like out of the uh, different cannons right yeah and you can switch them up on the fly. Yes. So, like, there's one that uh, will fire through the cannons, but he also will keep things out. So mm-hmm. if you notice that somebody's infiltrated you or your little mini-map shows that somebody's got in, you can switch him to to being on the defense and he'll start fighting the monsters mm-hmm. that have shown up inside your tank, which is pretty cool. I like that, too. I wish that there were more um, crew members, and there are, but again, you have to grind for them. They're monsters that will join you. And yeah. 30 is just too high. That should have been, like, 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the uh, each stage is this mixture of this kind of light puzzle solving, um, rescuing slimes, um, which are kind of environmental puzzles or exploration yeah. puzzles sometimes, mm-hmm. um, tank battles, and then uh, a Zelda-style boss um, at the end. However, there isn't the kind of item and weapon upgrade mm-hmm. thing that there is in Zelda. Sometimes there are items that are specific to a stage yeah. that you'll use, and they'll be involved in the puzzles, but they're never a permanent thing. It's just when mm-hmm. they show up. Yeah. Um, whatever you need is always there. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, uh, they, they they feel a little bit more like Kirby bosses fought from top down perspective to me. Yeah, yeah, um, and none of the none of those are hard. Right, like the only the challenge in the game just comes from those last few tank mm-hmm. battles. Yeah, otherwise it is it is a very pleasant walk that is kind of aided by the fact that this has one of the most impressive translations that I've seen um, outside of like a like a Mario and Luigi like Nintendo first party localization. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really goofy and, and fun. And some of the stuff is surprisingly like it's re- it's very punny. There are mm-hmm. lots of puns, um, which we like. Yeah. And if you like them, I think that you will like the writing in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, none of it is uh, sophisticated or like laugh out loud, like, you know, have you, you you're rolling on the floor kind of mm-hmm. thing. But it's very pleasant. And, and I smiled out loud a lot, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like. Yeah, lots of pleasant chuckles. Mm-hmm. And when, like, it's funny because it's like it's good writing on the micro level, but at the macro level, it is the broadest possible plot. Yeah, um, well, it's I mean, it's a it's a Dragon Quest game. I know, like, right? It's like I mean, it's, <laughs> I it's a Dragon Quest game based in Dragon Quest before Dragon Quest games got kind of sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a Dragon Quest game that takes after the early, yeah, you know, kind of things mm-hmm. uh, where it's just it's very just 
hey, rescue, <laughs> you know, yeah, things are bad. Go get them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, you know, like I can't really remember any characters who they are or what they do. And the notes are going to be kind of haphazard because of that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so uh, except for where there was a particularly funny name, at which point I made good note of that. Well, it's not like it's it's just there are a lot of them. It's not like mm -hmm. it's not there. They do have um, different kind of pattern. Like each individual slime you rescue out of the hundred one in this town, each of them has like a little speech pattern or a little obsession yeah. or like a little quirk yeah, that makes them worth talking to. Yeah, well, they're all uh, they're all based on different uh, different species of slime from the main games, right? Yeah, you have the cyborg yeah. slimes and stuff like that, and you know most of them want to jump your lack of bones. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> you are the hero yep. in this, and it's 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 played. So it's not like the writing down the dialogue like the characters are boring mm -hmm. right like we're doing this uh, we we chose the kind of low calorie game right before fallout 3 because we want to get ahead on fallout 3 and like the worst characters in fallout 3 uh there's just nothing to them mm -hmm. it's just like hey i could you can ask me the same five things you can ask anybody and i will say the same words just kind of in a different order <laughs> that's not true here like everybody does feel distinct mm -hmm. it's just you aren't required to interact with them and they they just have their one little paragraph that they give you mm -hmm. so it's it's that paragraph is distinct and has lots of personality. You just have to read it once though. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of remember any individual characters. Also, there's a hundred of them. <laughs> so there are a lot of them that, that you're kind of getting and they, most of them look like slimes. Yeah. So, um, weirdly enough, uh, we should, we should mention this is like when you're talking about it being based on dragon quest, like this is the first dragon quest game we've done Yep. Uh, for the show, which is, that's a, it's a huge franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, it's one that I have some affection for. Uh, and I specifically have affection for this, this kind of what this game traffics in, which is the iconography and kind of music mm -hmm. and stuff. So the superficial elements of, of dragon quest, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of affection for this is a and strange, so does this game. This is a strange cohort to uh chocobo's dungeon actually. Oh yeah. Because it is a little bit of a libretto uh, for like some of the stuff in the series, the monsters uh, specifically. Yeah. The monsters and some of the items and the like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and it does the same thing where it just kind of takes musical cues and sound effects and stuff mm -hmm. um, in order to kind of engender that feeling of familiarity and affection. Yeah. Uh, which, which like worked on me. I had no problem with that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I do like this, that this continues our uh, kind of semi-tradition of getting into franchises through the weirdest entry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if, if, if the good Dragon Quest games didn't insist on being like way too long, <laughs> then like we would have done a mainline Dragon Quest game. And at some point we will, but like they're mm -hmm. just so long. Yeah. Um, even the ones that are really good are just so goddamn long. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of series, this is the second game in the kind of slime trilogy, right? I forget what I forget what it's called in uh, Japanese, but um, uh, we never got the first and then the third never came here as well. The first is getting a fan translation, but oh. uh, but those move slowly. Yeah. Um, the, the third one's a 3DS game. So I'd be curious if they did anything with that. Oh, wow. Um, even though part of me was when I played this, I was like, does this really need to be part of a franchise? Like, <laughs> Probably can not. you do anything else with these mechanics? Like this is this is really, you know, everything that I feel like you can do with this, this aesthetic <laughs> set and, and the thing. I love how uh, the series like slime of gusto. <laughs> That's one of my like, favorite names. He's got gusto. <laughs> um, and he, he is he's a great slime. Yeah. The um, there's Although, the other... I'm a little bit put off by his massive red mouth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it no? looks kind of like he's walking around with a slit throat. <laughs> I, I'm kind of put on by his massive red mouth. <laughs> looks like it looks like there's vacancy at that end. I'd like to stretch you over my flute. You could have sex with the slime any way you wanted to. I bet. Right. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have. You wouldn't even have to look for it. 
like a like a, a point of entry. You wouldn't have to find the weirdest point of entry into the series, so to speak. Like, I feel like you could just you go in through the side door, like huff and puff and blow the house down. Like, like there's do, nothing. Do you want to digest my foreskin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's something with the like slime concision, uh, like thing of them just uh, like just just I, that just made me think of like you took that picture. Uh, and put on Twitter of that pitcher plant and oh, thinking yeah? about like organic circumcisions through pitcher plants. <laughs> I wasn't aware you were so uh, so scared of pitcher plants. I knew I knew you were afraid of sunflowers, but they're really they're real tortury. Like they're uh-huh. real like like animals just get in there and then just slowly get digested alive. <laughs> yeah, they're awful. I know. <laughs> like that's a, we should have exterminated them years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they is... just they just grew like they stick to the sides of rocks and stuff. I saw the one that was kind of on display, but it was a moment of horror as I realized, oh, these are everywhere up and down this conservatory. Like this section, they probably have to like prune them away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless they unless they get big enough, what contain a man? Yeah, <laughs> no, um, unless they ju- Jumanji our asses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this is this is a uh, rocket slime. There's this whole Dragon Quest Heroes kind of side thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Joker uh, for GBA. I think was that the Wii or was it? Um, there's been multiple entries. Okay, but um, I think that one is the one that is explicitly like a Pokemon hmm. thing. Like you train monsters. Oh no, Dragon Quest monsters. Um, okay. they're, they're, yeah, that that started on like Game Boy Color, and uh, okay, that, that's Joker the one I... was the kind of the, the the most recent one, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I played that, and that's also pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So you know, good, uh, good uh, uh, guiding games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neat. Um, yeah. So cool. Uh, tell us a little bit about the plot. Yes, what little of it there is. Um, so Rocket and his friends, they're playing with with the magical warrior flute when their kingdom of Slymenia is attacked by the Plob, the aforementioned platypus mob. Uh, a twist of fate lets Rocket escape with his life and the flute, and now it's up to him to rescue his friends and rebuild the town. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, he discovers that the warrior flute is an artifact that summons the ancient tank uh, that we mm-hmm. talked about in the tank battles, uh, which lets him battle, take the, the battle to the plob's front door and uncover the deeper, darker workings of the platypus conspiracy, <laughs> which are not deep. <laughs> nope. Nor dark. dark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. right. the, 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 the gentle and quaint. Uh, it's, it's like um, it's like a goofier Garrison Keeler was evil <laughs> like if garrison keeler was funny and evil is what the plob is like like it's so gentle mm-hmm. you know man they are running rushing around putting people in boxes i guess that's true yeah but hey man, I mean who like hey man we i mean there, there's like i think that they just got lazy and forgot to bury them alive <laughs> yeah they, they should yeah they could have uh, kill build them <laughs> and uh <laughs> is there kill, enough kill room for- with their is there enough room for them to elastoblast yeah like, you can elastoblast in a very small space i suppose yeah yeah i, I learned that i had to learn that several times <laughs> there is there's like a little kill bill section where you have to like you can get uh uh stuck between some walls and and, and like box or whatever that will respawn and you have mm-hmm. to kind of elastoblast in a kill bill-esque fashion <laughs> with very little space yeah. um uh, I love this intro because you're just off playing with your buddies. You're playing with Bo. You're playing with uh, with with what's his name? Um, oh gosh, Story and Swatsy, right? Yeah, Swatsy. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, um, Swatsy, the British, British uh, 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 creature, and then uh, Bo is your sister. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She is. She is your little sister. Um, and uh, they're just kind of like, oh, check this out. We've got this flute. And then here come the plob, and your dad says, no, swallow that flute. Come on. And then yes. you spend the first portion of the game. Just yep. uh, as this elongated, this elongated slime worm. 
and you can't you can't move. You have to hop. And yep. I love the the speed with which everyone ditches you, mm-hmm. like to get out of there. Like this, is the the comedy beats in this section are pretty good. Like this is pretty pretty charming. They ditch you like flick, man. Yeah, yeah. like uh, <laughs> and, and yet so you can just jump jump around and bounce around. And uh, they're stealing all the slimes, and the plob are going to steal you, but they think you're some kind of weird worm, so they throw you in the river. <laughs> Go um, back home, worm. Yeah, yeah catch and relief release. Yeah. So, ooh, catch and relief would be an amazing album name. Oh yeah, huh. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, a sex like... mover, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so you're thrown down into the forward forest, and uh, this process breaks the flute, and uh, now you are set uh, set free to go around and do this. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so you, uh, uh, you have to go find your friends mm-hmm. in the forest. You, you are miles from the, from your city, uh, Boingberg, which is the only town in Slimania. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flute is, is broken, as you mentioned. So you have to do these kind of, uh, uh, little kind of mini games in order to, uh, to find your friends yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So you spot these, uh, you, you either spot them being, uh, played around with, or they are in these, uh, these, these, uh, chests, you know, that you can spot for a mile away. And, uh, you have to free that you have to open them up. So you get like Swatsy, um, uh, by playing some hot potato, uh, like they're, they're passing the chest around. And you also have Story, mm-hmm. who is kind of being guarded by these two doofy birds, by the two, uh, platypuses. Yep. And this is where they introduce the, uh, the trans, trans, uh, Slamarian railroad. Mm hmm. Um, which is also nice because it'll allow you to teleport back to town. Yes. I liked that a lot, actually. Yeah. That was really handy. Um, <laughs> like that plus the just very, uh, very generous fast travel makes this one of the, uh, kind of most, uh, uh kind of like free flowing Zelda things I've played actually. Oh yeah. There, there are tons of, of shortcuts mm-hmm. and everything that they do. It's pretty, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, you get a uh, mother Gloopierier, uh, <laughs> yeah. from there and, uh, she runs the church back in town, which allows you to save. Yes. Um, which uh, you you do by kind of by confessing, um, and I love like I love the tone of that where it's just like do you continue to you do you wish to continue to play rest well my slime like there, there's there's like a there's a very like gentle kind of funny tone to Mother Gluperia if you uh if, if after you 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 save and you answer no to do you want to continue she says ah yes it is good to get some rest now and then rest well my slime. Yes, rest well, my slime. Yeah, like there's something about the the solemnness of that that I think is very funny. <laughs> I also I like the idea of confession being saving because you like you go there and explain everything you did so that the next iteration of you can have your past explained and you can pick up where you left off. Yeah, yeah, it's it's no different than writing what happened in a typewriter, except you're just writing it on a priest's brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, um something else that this uh that this stage kind of uh introduces is uh kind of this well right mm-hmm. where you're going above ground and below ground um until you kind of activate these shortcuts right to go back to the beginning of the level if you if you so want because no matter where you exit a level from you uh kind of come in from the same spot and something yes. else kind of of note here is the fact that there are large sections of the level that are kind of off limits to you because of your uh because of your current skill set yeah, you're, it's got some Metroidvania elements mm-hmm. in that respect. Like you're going to uh, – you have the, the total number of slimes that are in any given place to rescue. But when you first arrive at an area, you're not going to be able to get them all. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to come back, which is, which I was I thought was fine because usually it was um, opening up new tank battles, which I really like doing. Yeah. Um, um, something else is kind of cool. So it's got Metroidvania stuff, but also has a little bit of like Actraiser or Dark 
uh, cloud? Yeah, there we yeah. go. That's the one. Because um, <laughs> the town is destroyed, right? Like all of the, they, they went through, they drew their crude graffiti all over everything, wrecked up the buildings and stuff. And well, they, they also... shot it with uh, their, their tank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. They, they introduced, it's Schrodinger's tank. Like they introduced that tank really early. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they also shot it with a graffiti gun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, there's still some shells left over from that tank uh, that are of different weights and you need different uh, different amounts of slimes rescued in order to lift those off. And um, yes, yes, yeah. Um, we could uh, uh, real quick. We kind of bypass it in the beginning. Can mm-hmm. uh, just camp out for like two seconds on how awesome your dad looks in this? <laughs> like that's that's probably my favorite design. Like he's like this fat mustached like guard, and the way the armor just kind of hovers around him and, and his hat. Like I think your dad looks awesome in this. Uh, this is your dad, Cole? Is what I mean. <laughs> I just mean to say, I think your dad looks awesome. Yeah, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell Kyle you said hi. Um, I think he looks cool. <laughs> He's got that. <laughs> no, no, but 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 I like his, so his name is Big Daddy, not my dad, but yeah. but Rocket's dad. He's regular daddy. <laughs> Yes, my daddy is regular daddy. Um, <laughs> but he's got this kind of sh- uh, centurion cap on, uh, on like the like mm-hmm. the bristles. I think he's one of the only slimes I've seen where the body encompasses or the the, the armor encompasses encompasses all of his body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's fully armored. He's a fully armored slime. <laughs> um, An FAS. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. he also speaks in all caps. Which, yeah, which should make a, him a great guard. Yeah, he's he's very uh, he's very proper. Yes, and and and, uh, and, and demanding and such. <laughs> so he's great. Yeah, <laughs> um, we're heading up on the first boss here. Yes, we are. Moment. The uh, the 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 bow beater, mm-hmm. um, who is an evil tree. Yeah. Um. So he drops these leaves, and really, all you have to do is just avoid those and hit him. Like, there's no real no real twist to this, from what I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh he does well. He gets more powerful. Mm-hmm. As you go, like he uh, he gets angrier and like he kind of moves in phases, but there's not that much to him. Yeah. Um, some of the later bosses have a little bit more to them. Yeah. But he does not. Um, the big thing is you need to uh, uh, rescue uh, his royal wobbliness, the actual <laughs> king um, from here. Yes. So and, it's it's funny that they would keep him as close to the town as possible. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, they're on their way out. Yeah, they're still yeah. moving away. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, at this point, the platypanzer shows up. <laughs> which is their uh, their gigantic tank that wrecked our town. Yeah. Um. So we run. And there's this kind of like a little one-off sequence. Yeah. Um. Where you run away, dodging bombs, mm-hmm. holding holding the king, carrying the king over your head. <laughs> you know, as as though to shield yourself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. um I, luckily, this, this game would be intolerable if your friends could be hurt. Oh God. Like everybody is immune except for you. Mm-hmm. And I never died in this game. Like, you, <laughs> you don't. Uh, like you end up getting so many HP upgrades that like. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I don't, I'm not even close to this. Like, I never, once I got to the second row, like, I barely, you know, defeated the, or uh, uh, ran through the first row. Like, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you have a lot of HP. Yeah. Um, so, luckily, when you're carrying him, if you get hit by one of these shells, you just drop him for a second. Yeah, you pick and, him uh, back up. A, yeah, no big deal. I love what happens when you try and leave a screen uh, when you have a friend who needs to be rescued. Um, just, like, oh, leave yeah. them behind. It's like, he looks at you with uh, with sorrow in his heart or something like yeah. that. Like he, yep, yep. he doesn't want to be left behind. So sad. Yeah. Indeed. But uh, uh, you reinstate the king um, and he tells you like Dragon Quest kings do of, uh, of of the prophecy, right? The flute warrior prophecy. You need to go to Tutenschleiman's tomb. Yes. 
Yep. Um, and he also gives you a life seed, a life up, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get this little cutscene when those work. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get all those. Like they're if assuming they're symmetrical, and you you fill out that entire second row. Mm-hmm. I don't know which ones I could have missed though. Neither um, do I. Like I, I guess one hundred percent of the game is not accurate because there's a lot more to it. But I got all one hundred slimes, and I feel like that meant I I had explored the map. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I saw everything. I wonder if you get them for uh, getting all the items and stuff. Like if there are rewards for clearing out a biome. Yeah. Because uh, collecting all the monsters and all the items from a, from one of these uh, individual stages is a goal, and you'll get a bonus thing for that. I wonder, yeah. And there's there, there's a bunch of stuff around town that I didn't really pay that much attention to. Yeah. Because I realized that everything just kind of unlocked more dialogue. Yeah. And there are a couple of different people in town who do things, but mm-hmm. uh, there are a couple of little mini games, but there's not that much. Yeah. Um, so you head over to uh, Tootin' Slyman's Tomb, and uh, there are these cannons on the ground you're introduced to, which are used to solve, uh, I mean, I hesitate to call them puzzles, but there are <laughs> cannons on the ground where you can shoot yourself or shoot bullets at mm-hmm. uh, sand dunes yeah, and uh, and destroy them. Mm-hmm. And they mix this up a little bit later on by, like, they have cannons on tracks and things. Like, yes. They're, like, they're not puzzles. They're really just kind of chores. The closest that we get to puzzles are uh, we're, we're going to run into them a little bit later. And there's so little to talk about in each level that I don't want to accidentally yeah. ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it feels like we're being super breezy, but this game is as breezy as a spring day, man. It's really breezy <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Like, I think this is like, you, you I like a spring a, day. Yeah. I recommend, recommend, I recommend this. Like it, it's fun to pick up and just kind of play, mm-hmm. um, but it's not deep. Yeah. Um, you know, and the closest it gets to deep are the tank battles, which are not that deep. They're just less shallow. <laughs> yeah. um, so the actual stage parts, they're a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like they, they never outlive their or outstay their welcome, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't stay on the same screen or in the same kind of biome for that long. So you can yeah. you just kind of get, you know, get through, you collect your guys, you go to the next place, you go to the next place. Like it's actually really well paced, mm-hmm. um, but it is uh, uh, it's well paced and slight. Yeah. Which don't always go that well together. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, something else I like is how in a lot of these places you will kind of immediately go to the point of interest. And then the majority of the level is dealing with a complication around it. So yeah. like it, it introduces you to kind of the, the like the like the breadth of the stage, but then you have to kind of go into the depth. And that's that shows up here when you when you approach this uh this pyramid and they've got this platypus gang and one of them's musing like, Hey, maybe the tootin part has to do with the with tootin on that warrior flute. Yeah. The yeah. uh, the plob are pretty great yep. at everything they say. <laughs> um but uh, at, so there's there's one of the one of the the platypus guys um, are trying to uh, to bomb open the pyramid mm-hmm. and uh, and gets trapped under some sand and uh, he asks you to go kind of go the long way around to get him out yeah. and help him out and like you know this this has that whole like similar to Mario and Luigi actually is probably the closest thing that we've done to this or Paper Mario where like everyone you know they're antagonistic but not really like everyone's <laughs> just kind of having fun yeah you know like it feels like kids playing um you don't actually want him to drown in sand no so yeah of course well, you're gonna help but, but then the scarabs are gonna come get him exactly yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> yeah um i like there's not much in the way like so did any of the enemies give you much trouble aside from like the couple that had gimmicks like there are mimics here but that they just kind of jump around and maybe do damage yeah. too if you're not careful Got big goofy tongues, yeah. fingers, teeth. The uh, no, no enemies are hard. Mm-hmm. No bosses are hard. Yep. Just like some of the, again, just some of the tank battles. Like some of the enemies are more um, tricky to deal with. Mm-hmm. 
you run to later, like the um, uh, the guys that with the shields that can only be hit from from the front, or the uh, statues, the gigantic baby statues. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the titan toddlers <laughs> that you end up uh, end up collecting. But like other than those guys, um, not really. Yeah. There's not much to say about just kind of getting through the enemies and, and traversing the the the, the land. Mm-hmm. Um, the plob that you are trying to rescue, uh, who's been caught in the sand, is Dr. Sid. Uh, yes. which this is one of the first games to come out after the square slash NX merger, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, we've got an engineer named Sid. Why not? Yeah. And they, <laughs> they could have done that reference anyway, but it's cute that they, it's cute little nod. Yeah. Um, he's a mechanic and he actually repairs the flute with duct tape. Al- <laughs> yes. With, du- with, with, with duct tape. Yes. Um, which allows you to, uh, to summon the slime and tank mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and the plob, uh, won't put up with the, his betrayal. And yeah. fires him, so he decides to uh, to join you. Yep, and he can finally yep. be himself, Gary. He reveals yep. his crazy, cartoonish German accent. It's like you you uh, decide. It's like Doctor Strangelove. Uh huh. Like like you've decided to take on this Nazi war scientist in order to like <laughs> because the ends justify the means. Yep. Project Paperclip. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, I'm not yeah. proud of myself. I am. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this kind of introduces you uh, to the tank combat to uh, to kind of scare these guys away. Um, and yeah, it's pretty basic at this point. You just have to grab and load ammo until they're all gone. Yeah. Yep. Um, after you, uh, you know, you you do that and you fight them off. You get this little message that says uh, sublime, both the UB in parentheses. So mm-hmm. it just says slime, which is showing you like the. They don't need to be clever puns in this game. <laughs> nope. One of my favorite things that happens, though, uh, this little bits of uh, ca- kind of character moment is after you defeat a tank battle and you're down on the ground and whatever the treasure is falls out. Mm-hmm. And then the way that your slime looks up at it, like, <gasps> you know, like, like it has a really cute, like, holy shit, this is great. Like, like face whenever, because like, you're, you're, you're a mute protagonist, mm-hmm. you know, during the entire thing. But you're so excited to get whatever this, you know. Oh, it's an arrow one. Um, you know, like you, you get so excited about it and it's oh, really cute. Tell me it's flaming debris. Tell me it's flaming it's, debris. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, you're, if you like flaming debris, you will like this game. Um, yeah, it, that that's super cute. Mm-hmm. I, I need to get make that an icon. Like that needs to be a Slack icon yep. or something like that. <gasps> yeah. Um, and then this kind of takes you back to the uh, back to the uh, Plata Panzer. Uh, where mm-hmm. you can take that out and thus end the siege on uh, on on Boingberg. Yes, yeah, the siege of Boingberg is finally lifted. <laughs> it's too bad that they had to eat shoe leather and rats for the last couple of weeks, but <laughs> finally the the, the food the, the ships can get in. Get in yeah. Well, I mean, after the plob started throwing bodies that were infected with the gubonic plague over the walls, yeah. it started getting real bad. <laughs> yep. Yep. No. But um. But yeah. This uh, this this gets you into here, and this uh, this uh, helps you kind of just uh, start customizing your ammo loadout. Like this whole section of the game is open to you now. Yeah, yeah. This is this is we're nearing the end of the tutorial. Yeah. Um, so you you head back to the uh, uh, the the tomb, mm-hmm. and uh, you're you're chasing this cactus uh, named Spineless, mm-hmm. uh, who who is a real troublemaker. He's a real Woody Woodpecker character. He's an instigator. He's, running around. <laughs> he's an instigator. Thank you. He's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you eventually uh, get to actually fight his his tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the first time where enemies are firing themselves at you. Yes. And you get introduced to this kind of uh, the, the AI routines. Because the different enemies will do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and some enemies are constantly going to do this. You know. Um, which is a good... This is before you've got a crew. 
Um, so you're just doing this by yourself, and it becomes really risky to head over to the other tank mm -hmm. now that you have this uh, this assault on your front step. Yeah, so you're mostly kind of playing defensively, right? And what's good is, as they're rushing over to you and whatnot, and especially as they're reviving, that gives you the opportunity to get some shots in yourself. Yes, or when you knock them down out of the air and they have to, to drag themselves back home. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you fight another tank, uh, the Persecutor, yep. uh, which is uh, the cat. The, the weird, like, Dragon Quest drawings of cats always look like um, like Family Guy cats or something to me. Like, I <laughs> never liked uh, Dragon Quest cats. But the cool thing about these things is uh, one shitty item that you've probably picked up are um, this cat uh, cat's tail mm -hmm. uh, item. And uh, it doesn't do very much damage, but at this point, you, you know, you're just using whatever armor you have. Mm -hmm. If you fire that and get it into the tank, the cats will just play with it instead of do anything. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use the catnip to like. So if you know you're fighting a cat, you can bring catnip and go and throw it and, and distract them and just dominate them. Yeah. By using catnip, which is pretty cool. And there's only a couple of things like that, but whenever it shows up, I'm always happy. Yeah. And like it's it's kind of a bummer that if you don't happen to have that in your loadout, the workflow would be walk up to an enemy, see that it's a cat, say, nope, I don't want to fight you. And then go back to town, change your loadout. Five screens later, yeah. you're back to fight. Allowing you to do that kind of stuff from on the, you know, kind of on the road or out mm -hmm. in the world would have been one of the things I could see them fixing with a sequel. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's, this game is already really easy to play, but there are a couple of like just ease of use things that would be really great. And just getting like an item, like a whistle or a mm -hmm. cell phone or something that allowed you to change your loadout <laughs> would be really handy. Yeah. Um, uh, from here, you rescue the slime mechanic, um, mm -hmm. who is one of the cyborg slimes who speaks to you like Murphy. Um, yes. and, um, yeah, lets you modify the tank, which just lets you turn the relatively useless gold, um, and some of your, uh, uh, kind of items like the raw material items into HP upgrades for your tests, yes. yeah. which each have a unique name mm -hmm. and he won't, he won't perform the same upgrade twice because he's too much of an artist. So it's like, you get like, it's like a taster HP, a little HP, a, a snack HP, a full meal HP. And then as you go on screen by screen, they get weirder and weirder. It's like mystic HP, you know, magical HP, hidden HP, you know, HP secrets. Like it's, it's pretty good. Like I, I found this menu pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but they all do pretty much the same thing except with different flavor text and i like mm -hmm. slime mechanic um uh at some point here oh wait no uh this is going to be a little bit later uh but uh this is kind of like some neat stage design design where you are kind of again doing a little bit of that uh bingo card here whatever dark souls thing of kind of unlocking shortcuts and making these increasing the, these concentric circles of increasing size yeah yeah so that's it this game's Dark Souls hell, man. The, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the uh, the shortcut thing is is straight. I mean, it's really overt. Like they're not they're not diegetic. They're just teleporters. Mm -hmm. But um, that's I mean they they do that and it's, it's very Dark Souls the way that you can always go back to the beginning of the stage. And really useful and really generous in a way mm -hmm. that I found uh, would have maybe you know like maybe the lack of engagement that comes with how breezy this is mm -hmm. would have been like would have mm -hmm. maybe not stood up to frustration, right? Like. Yeah. If if that had been paired with some frustration, it would have been like, oh, this is sort of mana. Fuck this. You know, like <laughs> that that's an action RPG that's really easy, mm -hmm. but is frustrating and requires you to backtrack. Like this just sands off all of the edges. Mm -hmm. You know, so it just ends up being like it's a piece of candy, it's not good for you, but it's so easy to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it melts in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, this, this just melts in your mouth. And this is one of those little melt in your mouth factors. Like yeah. anytime like I was like, Oh, I, I could probably stand to go back to town and, and see if I unlocked anything. There's always just a teleporter right there. There's like four or yeah. five in every stage. It's very generous. That's, that's funny because like it, I could imagine if it was any more tedious, I would have gotten bored by the repetition. 
but this yeah. just made everything. It's it just it put a nice layer of lubricating butter over all of it. I no, guess. that's that, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. like if it if it had frustration mm-hmm. paired with how easy it was, yeah. then the the frustration might have won out because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of depth keeping me there. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Um, you get to this this boss this uh, this cactus guy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> remind is... me how this cactus guy fights because I... it's not the giant one. Like you fight a giant cactus later. No, it's not the giant cactus. It's a tank battle. Oh, the tank. Okay, tank yeah, cactus, he's, he's got yeah. A, he's got a tank that I didn't take a note on uh, what it was called. Although I'm sure it was hilarious. Uh, but it's relatively like, they're not introducing too many of the gimmicks at this point. It's just kind of this is the guy who I think that's that's actually pretty smart. Because instead of having you find your own way through this, this this guy that you're chasing is kind of leading you through the level mm-hmm. and kind of introducing you to uh, to challenges as you go mm-hmm. along. Like that is that's kind of smart. Yeah, yeah. Like you get to actually see the the uh, especially for like a game that's ostensibly for kids, where like you get to see the the AI do it before mm-hmm. you have to do it. Yeah, and kind of move you through, and then they take that away, obviously. But they're showing you kind of the basic uh, language of how the levels are laid out. Wait a minute, this is a kids game. Uh, well, then it can't be uh, worth our time. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, it's not even worth discussing. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Patreon.com. <laughs> yes, yeah. After you fight him, you're introduced to my favorite character in the game, um, <laughs> Slyvel, uh, who's your slime rival. Yeah. Um, which this is every time this this is so funny to me. Like every time this guy shows up, because it, it's 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 like making fun of anime. Like mm-hmm. he's he's making fun of like a JRPG, like Kane. You know, he's he's yeah. the dark tortured. Uh, version of you but there's no explanation there's nothing to him like there's where did this guy come from he's just you but with like a like a badass hat um and he's just he, const- he constantly has his back to you like like looking off into the sunset like he's he's kane from the end of final fantasy 4 but all the time um i love slyvel slyvel's way and his his tank battles end up being like really great too mm-hmm. Uh, because he's always by himself, but he has like the best fucking shit to throw at you. <laughs> so you get it's less of it, but if you get hit, like the, mm-hmm. it's you know the consequences are, are much higher. Yeah. So like weirdly enough, that actually makes those battles more slow paced. Whereas any other enemy, if it was just one of them, it would be a complete beatdown. Yeah, you'd be able to actually, but you had to play really defensively or really aggressively. Mm-hmm. Either like get to him and just tie him up and let your your friends take care of the the business, or just make sure nothing hits you because yeah. it's all going to be devastating well you don't have uh, any friends at this point so you just have, yeah, to, totally. uh, just have to slug it out yeah mm-hmm. yep 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 yeah um ignore the next note because i didn't know what mattered and what didn't okay <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> well, getting the broadsword yep 25 slimes now i get a broadsword which is just Ooh, like the dagger the except it does more <laughs> yeah there's another thing to throw that does okay damage uh you know you have to, you have to go to like the 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 bonfire slime chat to to get the uh the actual item <laughs> yeah. by item breakdown yeah the real beat by beat although they yeah. do have uh they do have descriptions uh oh, when, yeah. you, when you go into the ammo loadout it took me a long time to realize that though yeah yeah um so so the, you realize you're, you're gonna need help um mm-hmm. if you're gonna fight the plob so you need the uh, the crack pot so you have to go to a uh, crackatrota the uh, <laughs> the mountain in order to get the uh, al- essentially the alchemy pot which has been a thing in all of Dragon Quest. I, I thought it was only like Dragon Quest Eight, like Dragon Quest Eight on. I feel I feel like it showed up before then. Maybe it's just after then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it is just eight, but it, it, it's it's the Dragon Quest I spent the most time with as an adult, so it's mm. fresh in my memory. Yeah. 
but, but yeah, this is this is another ancient artifact. Um, and this is where Sid lets you know, hey, you can have a crew. And mm -hmm. uh, of the people that you have kind of rescued, you can outfit your tank quite nicely. Like, I like Hooli because you can mm -hmm. um, have him go and uh, sabotage stuff for you. Uh, but also, uh, oh gosh, Baron Blubba, who will yeah. defend your tank. And then uh, Swatsy, he can go uh, top or bottom, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Sw Swatsy's a switch hitter. I like Swatsy. Um, and I like, uh, I like Baron Blubba, um, who I used. I didn't use Huli. I used, um, the healer initially. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Just because, uh, the, the sabotage, like I was always on sabotage duty mm -hmm. and I didn't need, I didn't need a backup. I needed somebody else to, to be defensive. Okay. Like I, I, I did tank battles very aggressively when I was able to. Hmm. Yeah. Neat. I would always team up with them. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's fun. I like, like to go, go solve, solve slime crimes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go so slime crime or not uh there is an opportunity to go back to the forward now that you have the ability to uh to open up some of the areas on this and do some of the tank battles that were kind of hanging around mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um so th this introduces kind of more shortcuts where you kind of drop down these uh these ropes mm -hmm. to uh to get the, this this wooden structure that looks like is built entirely for play <laughs> like this is just like this is you know is the best dad in the world made this uh your dad big daddy uh, made this for you to play on you also have that when you're climbing uh down a rope mm -hmm. the way you kind of swirl around it <laughs> which I, I really appreciate that animation um but essentially you're just you're you're opening up new areas to fight more tank battles because each one gives you you know a, a semi-powerful piece of ammo and a new slime mm -hmm. um you fight the uh the, the chrono tr uh twigger Yep. Um, which boy, do I, I don't like saying Twigger. Nope. Um, I don't know. Like it, it, it works yeah. in it works in text because the uh, the typeface is exactly the Chrono Trigger um, yes. font. Yeah. What but, is what is the uh, what's the their subtitle? Oh gosh, yeah. I forget. Uh, let yeah. me let me take a look here. Continue to talk. Okay. Um, and then the other, so you fight them, and his kind of big gimmick is that he can heal himself. Um, the other thing you do is you're introduced to these uh, these pillar puzzles. Um, which are things where there's a, a pillar that has th a, a statue of three different monsters on it mm -hmm. in a certain order of monsters or items. Um, his thing says uh, its bark is worse than its bite. Yep, I pulled it up. I was waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I was doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, So there's, there's three different items in a certain order, and you have to match it to get into the pillar. Mm -hmm. So you have to find these three items out in the world and then rearrange them mm -hmm. to be in order. Um, I want to say you can run into this before the game outright tells you how to rearrange the order of things on your head. Um, I think right. it tells you how to do that later, but... You just kind of have to figure out that you press tap R to change the order. Yeah, maybe like it's it's I think it's possibly the reason it's I have it here is because uh, one of the enemy or one of the slimes that you rescue from the tank battle uh, gives you the tutorial text. Uh, for well, doing I think that. I thought it was the opposite. I thought that it asked you like you you're introduced to the first puzzle before you run into the tutorial text. Hmm. So it should still be here in the notes. But I just remember somebody telling me how to do this well after I knew how to do it. Oh. So, yeah, maybe that's a way to not quite sequence break, but. You know, do yeah. do do a bunch of this a little bit earlier, but yeah, these mm -hmm. these pillar match puzzles are a bit of a scavenger hunt, um, and that's one of the things that gets a little bit difficult, a little bit more difficult as you go on because you have to kind of go further and further from yeah. the uh, um, from this. And your carrying capacity, it's only three, so if you're trying to trek everybody back, then that uh, that becomes a chore in and of itself. And you can't you can't get hit because you'll drop everything, right? Uh, so so you head over to uh, to Mount Krakatoda, and uh, you're introduced to the thousand pound weight. 
as an item, mm-hmm. um, which has, a, it, you know, there are a couple items that have weird little uh, quirks to them. This is one of them where whenever this lands, it causes this little miniature earthquake and uh, stuns everything on the screen, makes you uh, 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 jump up in the air and pause, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a second. And what's interesting about these things and then also the uh, the rock bombs, um, which I really love, is that they end up becoming uh, – the way that they work in the stages becomes relevant to how they work in the tank battles. Mm-hmm. Like thousand pound weights do pretty decent damage, but if you load up your tank with them, mm-hmm. every time they land, they pause everybody yep. for a second. So that that adds up. And the, the rock bombs, when they uh, if if a thousand pound weight hits next to a rock bomb, it'll toss it into the air and blow it up. Yeah, and uh, and hurt your hurt your crew. So you have to be kind of strategic about what you load your your ammo. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also when you go to deploy those as ammunition, the one thousand pound weight is one of the slower items to fire. Yes. Um, even if at this point it does a, a pretty big amount of damage, uh, it, it kind of introduces you to something you may not have noticed before because it was pretty subtle, which is different things fly in different uh, uh, different speeds and thus will hit in different orders. Yes, which is you have to start managing that, you know, again, to have your your low, your fast speed, low damage things first to mm-hmm. knock the, you know, the opponent's defenses out of the air. So it's pretty neat. And like it never quite. The game tutorializes a lot, but it never quite tutorializes down to that level. Mm-hmm. So those things are just kind of left for you to figure out. And I remember mm-hmm. not, you know, this is the second time I played this. So, but the first time I played it, just like realizing that, and it wasn't like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> but it was just kind of like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Like th- that feeling of something being a little deeper than it initially seems is a good mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. So. No, it definitely, it definitely works out. And you get like, the, 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 there is that whole class of like heavy ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, uh, it's this big snowy mountain. Um, it introduces mm-hmm. you to these bungee cords, which, uh, um, have you bouncing all over these stages along these like bumper bowling rails almost, mm-hmm. um, uh, with your last blast. Um, and this yeah. gets you to different, uh, different out of the way slimes and such. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some new enemies here. These are rock dragons, which you actually have to flip over, uh, using a weight before you can kill them. If you decide to kill them or if you <laughs> want to pick them up and send them back, back home. <laughs> Yeah, um, why not? Uh, yeah. There, there's a there's a pretty neat fight here against the Cyclone. Yeah, Cyclone, yep. uh, which is yes. a clown tank, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, this will fire uh, boomerangs, which are kind of like area denial for the uh, for the uh, kind of crossfire zone. Yeah, purely a, a defensive item. And one of the cool things about this is usually when you are introduced to one of these uh, these tanks that has a, a strong gimmick like that, mm-hmm. they reward you with the gimmick. So when yes. we fought uh, Chrono Twigger, um, uh, we we got a we got a medicinal herb, mm-hmm. which is what they use. And after you fight uh, uh, the Cyclone, you get a boomerang yeah. as well. So you can start doing that stuff too. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're you know they're pretty handy, and they they come in you know a lot of these things have upgrades too. So there's yeah. the boomerang, you get the metal boomerang and such, which work, you know, to knock more ammo out of the air or have a bigger range or what have you. Yeah. Um, kind of the penultimate fight of this area is, uh, as against Slival again, him being mysterious mm-hmm. and, and, and Oso senpai, um, uh, in his, uh, Schwarzman tank, which, you know, now ne- he never really found a good leading role after Rushmore. Um, no, no. Uh, but, uh, this ended up being really, really tough for me. Actually, this is kind of when I started, uh, uh, tanking my own HP in order to lure him out. Because once he starts going for it, he just rushes into the hornet's nest. Yeah, I, I did something, you know, kind of kind of similar to that where, like, as I mentioned with this guy, you had to be really defensive or really aggressive because mm-hmm. um, he's always by himself. He never gets a, a crew. Um, so I, uh, uh, you know, you can bust down the opponent's door. You don't have to shoot yourself in. You'll never mm-hmm. shoot yourself in because he fires too fast. Yeah. Um, but you can bust down his door. It takes some time. 
But uh, and I would take some damage while I was doing this. But once you're in there, he'll focus on you. Hmm. So I just let you know. I just dueled with him essentially <laughs> while, oh my gosh. while the uh, my my crewmates pelted his tank. It's like the climax uh, of a Final Fantasy game. It's 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 it's, re- it's really uh, it's really dramatic and cool. <laughs> and he's kind of an interesting fight too because he has a move set. He's got like a cooler version of the Elastoblast. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't like when you kill him. He doesn't stay dead for very long. He resurrects really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it still ended up being a t- intense. But I just kind of took a different tact. Um, but and this is the first, like, I'm calling it difficulty spike is a lot. Like, this is the first, like, difficulty mump, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's the first difficulty jostle. Yeah. In, in the, oh, no, in I the, almost spilled my drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, but luckily, after you, uh, after you beat him, uh, he gives you the key that you need, and you rescue Flanpa, which is, uh, I'm glad they came up with another thing other than just goo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, but we're going to get back to that because the key gets you into the into the uh, caves where you can rescue Count Dragula. <laughs> My Dragula. <laughs> but uh, you can pick up a, a slime knight, which gives you kind of a secondary ability if you press uh, what would be the square button. And on the DS, I'm not sure if it's X or Y. Um, you can do a like a slash, and you free him by uh, slashing down these spider webs. Yeah, that, that's kind of the whole point of these spider webs. Um, the slime knight ends up being really cool because uh, one, if you load them into your tank, mm-hmm. um, you can then grab a slime knight and then go beat down your opponent's door really quickly mm-hmm. and and just kind of wreck shop. Uh, the other thing that's fun is you can stack them three on a time and slash all three of them at once, which doesn't <laughs> do more damage. It just looks like it should and is cool. <laughs> yeah. Does it yeah. does it attack like a does it have a wider effective range? Is it like having yeah, a, a so. spread gun? Oh. No, that'd be cool, but I, I don't think so. Huh. Man, speaking of which, uh, the company that made the um, the Jason Voorhees action figure that's based on the Nintendo Friday the 13th oh, nice. game is making uh, ones based on Contra. Okay. And they, they're pretty rad. Huh. Um, they look like they, they stepped out of the, the front of the box and they have, um, using clear plastic, they have spread gun, things like their gun, and then they have the bullets with clear plastic between them so it looks like it's spreading out. Like, they're pretty neat. <laughs> oh, I will put them in, put them in the show notes. Like oh, I just just saw those, so pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, huh? But uh, um, I wish I would have a man. I I kind of want to find a slime figure now because I know that I'm jealous of your uh, your Dragon Quest Nine slime controller for PS2. I do have the it's, yeah the Dragon Quest Eight slime controller. Even though check this out, the um something about that being in my uh, basement. Like it wasn't exposed to anything, but the plastic in it started breaking down. Oh man! Yeah, I actually had to get rid of that because it was uh, always sticky and gross to the touch. Oh, I you like know to what? I've had that, that happen was... before. Yeah, I've had that happen with uh, with old PS2 controllers. Yeah. yeah, I like to think that it was actually a real slime that they had <laughs> petrified into a controller, and the, and it was just coming back to life <laughs> after the curse was ending, and now it's going to wake up conscious in a garbage dump, um, or in, in in like a Goodwill Last Resort, or whatever those, <laughs> those things are called. I like that it was a curse and not some kind of manufacturing technology. Well, I mean, you could either go, you know, uh, uh, Odd World with it. <laughs> or you could go uh, the Conan the Barbarian animated series. Mm, okay. They placed the Curse of Living Stone upon his parents. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that episode creeped me out so much. Yeah. <sighs> I don't I want to be turned to stone. It just feels like it would hurt. <laughs> the, um, but, yeah, so that controller, which is really cool, I uh, got. But, luckily, um, last time my friends Ben and Courtney went to Japan, mm-hmm. I, I was like, here's $30. Bring me back weird candy and toys. And uh, they brought me back a little angel slime. Oh, nice. So I, I have a little slime uh, uh, stuffed animal. Hmm. It's got a little halo and super cute. Nice. 
Yep. I pray to it every night. I confess to it every night. <laughs> yes. Well, that I threw away your brother. Up. You could be my slime. <laughs> you can wake up remembering what you did before. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so you find one of the Plob's big three, which are going to be the, uh, the 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 primary enemies for the, you know throughout the rest of the game, at least in terms of mm-hmm. these super easy boss fights. Um, this yes. is Potbelly. Uh, who yes. has the crackpot and uses that as a weapon. However, it is a weapon that gives you ammo to use against him. Yes. Which is, which is, you know, that's, that's boss fights of a certain vintage. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, but the, the whole point is you can't elastoblast him. You have to do this kind of thing around, around him. And he throws out a surprisingly wide array of things. Mm-hmm. So like, they're like, he throws out banana peels, which are not an item that you see otherwise, right. but you can make him slip on those. <laughs> you can hit him. Like there's a lot of different things you can do. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. He also throws out um, bombs, and you, if you can just catch one, similar to the Mauser fight in uh, Super Mario Bros. 2, mm-hmm. um, you can throw them at him. Like, it's a pretty cool boss fight, while still being pretty easy, but but I think pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. I still like the design of this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, getting the Crackpot, uh, A, helps you proceed through the plot somehow, but also this unlocks the alchemy system. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, you need recipes first. There's no experimentation aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have a recipe in order to, to make a thing. Um, I didn't do a lot of this, like every once in a while, when I remember it, I would just go in there and build whatever I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never, you know, grinded for, for reagents because I'm not insane. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, I didn't get a lot of use out of this. Again, it felt like something that like, if you were really optimizing for PVP, you do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you get those recipes from rescuing slimes. So after you uh, send some of them back on the railroad, you'll get a little icon that says, hey, you have mail. Um, yes. And usually uh, they will talk about how they want to slop your glob. Um, yeah. And they'll either give you give you an item or they will um, they, they will give you a recipe, which you can use to yeah. kind of mix and match. Yeah. I waited until right before battles to do these because they, they give you items. Yes. Um, and because you, you rescue slimes with a, like a page that would make reading the letter every time after you read one. <laughs> yep. I wish that it just popped up in the corner or something like that. Me too. I wish that there was just yeah. a button that I could press that would be like display most recent message. Yeah. Like that, like there are in like, you know, with audio logs. Like Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I really wish that because it is a, a it gets kind of a pain in the ass to like scroll through them, mm-hmm. which is a shame because there's some genuinely kind of cute sprightly writing in there. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it's, it kind of becomes a little bit of a chore. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so the motivating factor here, you find out uh, that your sister, who uh, from the beginning of the game, she has been captured as well, uh, this bow, and you get this message that is obviously fake, like mm-hmm. a, like cartoonishly, like, you know, just, oh, these are the plob who are writing this, uh, telling you to come to the backwoods, and they're luring you into a trap. Yeah, but you're going to, I mean, you'd want to go there anyway, because they're slimes. <laughs> yep. So you head yeah. there, and you, you meet the woodlums, which are the wood hoodlums. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, you had to fight all, all three of them. Yep. Uh, this is where I started getting tired of the game, honestly. Oh, really? <laughs> like I put That's it early, man. I know. Right. I That's put it, great. I put it down and I had to like step away from it for a good long while because I was like, oh, this is just kind of a boss rush. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that, that, that is where it kind of started wearing out its welcome. And I had to play in shorter bursts because mm. I found myself getting bored. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see it like this game, like I, it it held me for for the entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty short. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not saying that to like invalidate your thing. I'm no, it's it's, that, like, it's like ten hours long, which is which is plenty. But like that's still ten hours. My my point just being, if it were longer, it would have lost me as well. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it had me for ten hours, probably not for that much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I ended up finding it. You know, I stayed with it and and thought it was fun throughout. But I also didn't marathon it in a day or anything like that. Like I think I kind of naturally fell into to rhythms, probably similar to putting it down for a little bit, mm-hmm. picking it up for an hour here. 
yeah. new hour here or there. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But this is really a boss rush. Like, this is a very slight area. Um, you're here, and uh, there's one big door that you have to go through, um, and it's blocked by these spears. But you're fighting the woodlums and also rescuing um, these slime samurais, the uh, the goonins. Yes. The, the goonins the, are pretty the, delightful. The this, goo ronins, this, yeah. Yeah, the goo ronins. This, this was a bad place to take a break, because it was right before you <laughs> met Tokyo Tom. I know, right? The, um, so, um... <laughs> yeah, um, you know, you fight these these different uh, different things. You rescue um, Malone, um, who uh, turns into wood, which is like a weird ninja thing. I've seen that kind of shorthand huh. of, of a ninja being able to disguise itself as a piece of wood, a specific kind of piece of wood. <laughs> That's some kind of like anime shorthand. Always the same kind of uh, piece of wood. Um, yeah, it looks similar to that. Huh. So uh, the uh, the the pyra uh, pyromaniac, which is the the Py fire pharaoh, py pyromaniac. <laughs> Pyramaniac, thank you. Um, which doesn't fight Pharaoh. Um, which uses uh, ghost bullets, which uh -huh. are interesting. That's a mechanic they're going to introduce, which are uh, the only thing that can block them out of the air is holy water. They don't do that much damage, but they... Uh, and I love how they're, they're the rock bombs, but with, like, their monk versions mm -hmm. of, like, if this rock had gone to monk school. Um, the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, kind of like the crew members are zombies. So they have kind of yeah. a different, a different, more tenacious moveset. Um, yeah. There's the, uh, the, there's the rabbit slash carrot tank. I forget what it's called, um, yeah. but uh, it's got this gigantic it's the, the hair razor. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. It's got a, it's got a carrot drill that there's a big button to press. I'm like, I'll press a big <laughs> button and it yeah. fires it. Um, and like all the drill, the, the, the drill things, it goes for your, uh, for, for your battery, you know, for, for, for mm -hmm. where you load all the cannons. Um, and it drills into that and blocks access to that. So yep. more shots can get through as it does kind of continuous damage. Uh, I feel yep. like a real dope for pressing that button. Well, it's <laughs> a big shiny red button. Um, they can only use it once. Yeah. Um, and you can get over there and kind of uh, keep people away from it, too, mm. um, just so they don't use it. But um, if you, or if you can't kill them first. Um, but yeah, so eventually um, Slyvel pops up <laughs> and you get to get to fight Slyvel again. One of the plob when he shows up says, oh, I got to go see a guy about a dog, which yeah. is pretty close to what people say when they're trying to say they have to go pee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Um, yeah, but this is another Slyvel fight, which we, we, you know, same, same kind of thing. These get marginally harder as you go, but they, yeah. they keep the same kind of rhythm. Yeah. And I ended up doing the same tactics of like busting down his door and, and dueling him. Yeah. Um, kind of throughout. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but, uh, this gets you bow. Um, and you yeah. got, you got, uh, Tokyo Tommy from, uh, from there before. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, the goonins show up and, uh, mm -hmm. tell you that your mom and dad are at Kalmai Bluffs. Gary, why is Tokyo Tommy so funny? I don't know. It's it's because what it is is it, it's it's he's the Michelangelo right like he's the Ninja Turtle they're they're based on the Ninja Turtles kind of more or less, but it's the the weird the the contrast between the ninjas that are all serious and honorable and look goofy, mm -hmm. and then the the contrast between the one that is not serious and honorable and is just kind of goofy. Yeah, the original you know, so party like, animal. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a party dude. Um, you know, and just it just it always comes after the other two guys give you some kind of like serious faux, you know, Eastern wisdom. And then he just pops up. He's like, you know, you got a party. And then it's this cute little sprite and stuff like Tokyo Tom's pretty great. <laughs> I like the Goonins a lot. Yeah. And they also they have like official like quarters under the castle. Like they're 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 official. They're legit somehow. <laughs> I don't know exactly how or why, but the Goonins are, are are a real part of the society. Oh, I like how they live underground just like the turtles do. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're, they're weird little lair. <laughs> they're like oh. their little training lair. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, she had to head over to uh, to call my bluffs. Is this where you do the um, the Goonin challenge or is that like? 
<laughs> Gary, I just realized call my bluffs. I was saying oh, Cal you... I was saying Calmy bluffs. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. You just realized that? <laughs> yep. Just you just uh, you fucking oh, you just realized you just, you, you just realized that? Oh. Oh Cole. Oh little Cole. No, I just I was I was saying I was saying Calmy bluffs. Oh yeah. Instead of Calmy bluffs, but yeah, no, it makes more sense this way. Yeah, it's still not a like. There's no reason for it to be a gambling themed mountain. It's it's still not like the, everything here is is sixty percent of a pun. Like, <laughs> I have to appreciate that uh, that that dedication to mediocrity, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. I always uh, dedication to mediocrity is one of the hallmarks of uh, of my my you know standing orders for me. So the um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Is this uh, this is where you where they have to train you because when you get up there you can't actually get through the thing right so you so can head over there but yeah you have to uh, you gotta get a mega blast yeah you you get up to the top there's like a main there's like a main path all the way to the very top um, and just uh, as you've been going you see these crystals and you spotted these before uh, like in the like in the volcano like at uh, Krakatoa um, but uh, you rescue your mom and dad and you go back and your dad insists that you go through the the Gunin trials uh, yep, because right. he yeah he breaks out of. He breaks out of his own uh, his own chest with the mega. I, I love that. Yep. <laughs> like he doesn't need it. He doesn't need shit. Big Daddy's character of the game right here. Oh. Yeah. So this is where you do the trials um, of mind, skill, and body. Yes. Um, so you go down there. The Gunans are, are going to train you. Um, so mind, um, Doctor Sid is uh, hanging out, and he likes a really hot bath. And you have to destroy all the wooden items in the arena and heat up his bath. <laughs> And he pretends to like it, despite the fact that it is obviously cooking him, uh, which, which I like a lot. Um, the one that can turn into wood mm -hmm. uh, is about decoys. And uh, and you have to chase down this target. Like, he creates a bunch of different um, versions of himself, and you have to find the real one mm -hmm. um, through there. And then Tokyo Tom does this hide-and-seek, yeah. where he can morph into different objects. Yep. Um, and obviously you have to attack the American flag because this game is part of uh, some kind of crazy anti-nationalist agenda and he falls yeah. or he falls from the rafters. It's cause he's Tokyo Tom. Yeah. So he's, he's got a, he's, he's obviously <laughs> like the American ninja. He's the Chuck Norris <laughs> of this whole thing. But yeah. now you can, you can charge up to a super blast and actually explore all the bluffs. Um, you don't actually get the, the Gundans eventually join your team, but not yet. Mm -hmm. And they all have interesting abilities that I never found that useful, but are weird. Yeah. Like there's one of them will disguise himself as good ammo to tempt the enemy into stealing him, mm -hmm. which is, that's really interesting. I never had that uh, many enemies coming in to steal my ammo though. No, like, no. I mean, and one of the other one, one of the other people will steal the enemy's ammo, which is something that I would do from time to time. Like mm -hmm. after I bust up the joint, I'd usually take like the three tastiest things and take them home, mm -hmm. um, you know, to share with my family. <laughs> and, uh, uh, my flannelly? No. Um, but yeah, the, 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 it sounded That's right pretty good. Head. No, no, it works. 60%, yes, man. Yeah, 60%. <laughs> aiming for that mediocrity. Um, but yeah, they have weird kind of ninja abilities that are not that useful, but it's kind of fun to have them on a team. And just you with the, with the goonins wreck <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah, I kind of wonder. Like, I never committed to having a full goonin team. Yeah, you don't get like a goonin bonus or anything like that. But I, I just I wonder if they if they complement each other in some way. They always, they all oh, seem yeah. to fill a little bit of the same niche. So I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. But but yeah, this lets you kind of explore and it widens out the area as opposed to being like one massive shaft up and down. Yeah. Um, you know, by destroying these crystals on either side. Uh there's not really I can't remember too many like memorable tank fights here except for 
the one on the uh, on the very peak, which uh, introduces you to these lightning spear enemy. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you know, th- th- this ammunition. So these are kind of like rods that will fire, and if they end up landing, you have to go and find them. You have a limited amount of time to uh, to defuse them before they will call a lightning blast down into your uh, base and do a shitload of damage. So yeah, they they do they do forty damage and they do it on a regular interval. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually when you start getting them and you can make them, they're amazing. Oh gosh, because yeah. uh, you the trick is. You you don't fire them into the enemy's base where like they can get knocked out of the air. You bring it up to their doorstep <laughs> and it doesn't have to be past their door to work. Hmm. So you just kind of park it outside their door and it'll hit it with lightning. And it will also, if you keep uh, like you hit, knock it out of the air and then replace it, mm-hmm. it won't fade out for oh, a really well. long time. Like it, it doesn't totally reset, but it partially resets the number of charges on it. Mm-hmm. So you can really do tons of damage without even having to get into the enemy's base nice. with one of these things. So as soon as I saw one of these, and then eventually, um, it might be here, you get the invisibility cloak as well. Yeah. So if you put on the invisibility cloak and then bring over a lightning rod, <laughs> you can more or less do almost all of your opponent's damage without them even knowing you're there. <laughs> um, and it'd be pr- like a pretty rad little synergy. Huh. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, there's a boss fight to this area yep. after you get, you get to the, the harvest loon, um, <laughs> who is a pretty rad, uh, flying demon. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, and he, yeah, he's honorable. So, he gives you a slime knight, uh, to fight against him. And, uh, this is just, you're just playing tennis with him. Yeah. Like he shoots scythes at you in different patterns and different kind of ways of doing it. Uh, and, uh, you have to knock them back at him mm-hmm. in straight up, uh, end of, uh, uh Zelda three <laughs> style kind of thing. Yeah. And he summons some reapers to kind of give you some, uh, give you some hell and distract you. Yeah. So you're not always, uh, working the angles, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this is a fun fight. Yeah. I like this fight a lot. Yeah. Um, next up, um, you're heading to, uh, to Lucifer's necropolis. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that sounds like somebody tried to make a pun uh-huh. and then it just kind of like fell apart halfway through. I think so. Like, like Lucifer, no Lucifer, fl- like, 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 like fluid, slime. like, like, like fluid yeah. Lucifer. Yeah. That's, that's what I yeah. read. Yeah. 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 Fluid Lucifer is not very strong though. It just ends up sounding silly. Like yeah. <laughs> Lucifer. Um, yeah. Um, but Lucifer this Lucifer is Lucifer. Yep. <laughs> Um, but uh, uh, Tokyo Tommy comes to you and says, "Hey, we've been doing some recon, and we found that they are uh, excavating out near the uh, near the beaches um, at uh, at, uh, at Lucifer's Necropolis." Um, mm-hmm. And so you go there, and this is kind of a kind of a dig site. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. So so uh, you head to the right. There are more of these kind of pillar puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, along with you fight this uh, this this one of my favorite the puns in the game, uh, the first tank battle you fight which is the Fortnite, um, who's, who's not too weak, um, which I like that a lot. That's, that feels like a legend of localization kind of thing for me. Yep. Good job. Oh, man, I thought, uh, yeah, I, I, man, I, I thought he showed up later. But uh, but yeah, sorry, I didn't make yeah. a note of him. But that is that that is really good. Yeah, that's um, super good. Oh, wait, there we um, go. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's on the right path uh, where you're doing these uh, these uh, these puzzles. And then on the, the left side, you've got these kind of platforming things just in order to get the exploding rocks you need in order to proceed into the main area. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, there's also this this section with these these rapid moving uh, waters. Yes. So you have to kind of platform over them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time it's really handy to use your weird little hover jump. Yeah. You have like a Yoshi's Island-esque uh, like, you know, kind of kind of. Uh, you flatten yourself out and kind of uh, hover a little bit further. You turn into like a little slime sail, a slail. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, slime slale, sixty percent. Yeah, these parts are are kind of fun because the 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 consequences are nothing. You know, if you mm-hmm. fall in the water, you just fall in the water. Um, but the, this is actually like kind of platforming. I think kind of works a little mm-hmm. bit. It's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, uh, this is kind of a short area, or at least there's mm-hmm. you know by this point we have encountered a lot of the gimmicks um, and, the, and yeah. the tanks. Um, at least before we get to the final area where they really uh, pull out the stops. So we're going to get to the uh, the boss of this area, the last of the plobs. Uh, big bad three lickety split who yes. is this uh big plant monster um and you fight this across two screens yeah yeah which is pretty cool and his whole thing is that he's way too big to actually fight and uh he uh so this is where the cactuses mm-hmm. right are all on the ground and he sticks his tongue out and you have to kind of hit his tongue when it's out with a cactus mm-hmm. um or other items yeah well and uh this is also a, a pretty fun boss fight mm-hmm. uh did you notice that if you crush one of the cactuses his silhouette on the ground looks like a cactor Oh, no, I didn't know this app. Yep, totally That's does. Pretty, looks like a very angular yeah. cactor. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, just so this is a this is an area where the knockback that enemies can do against you if you get hit will actually put you on the tongue uh, yourself and mm-hmm. uh, will kind of like reset everything as you take some damage. So it doesn't matter how many of them you have on you. And just as things go go along and these tendrils come out and attack, and attack you from the ground, it gets harder to get like a clean throw. It's worth uh, talking about that kind of the way that you can lift everything and everything can get knocked out and knocked into things mm-hmm. ends up making this game like um, there's like a real fun amount of kind of just like silly chaos mm-hmm. that's going on pretty frequently. Like the first time that uh, but not this time I played because I, I played it before, but the first time I played it. Um, shooting myself over as ammo was done entirely on accident <laughs> and this and this time you know playing it like i would be over there fighting and i would accidentally shoot like oh shit i shot slival over to my to my side like that's no good <laughs> quick change everybody to use the cannon that he's coming over on so they can knock him to the ground you know <laughs> that kind of chaos that comes with the, the physics system mm-hmm. of this game uh, i think works because of the ease of the game yeah like we were talking about how it, it you know not having a, a very high like frustration ceiling like you couldn't make this game much more frustrating without it losing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea that like everything's kind of, you know, things don't always do exactly what you think they're going to. And the reason it's fine is because the consequences are so low. Yeah. You know, it never became frustrating for me and it just was kind of fun and, and goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, if it were a fighting game, it would be, you know, smash brothers, all items, <laughs> you know, as opposed to something tighter, like, you know, your final destination. Yeah. Or, no items. <laughs> Definitely no fun. It's here. like the, it's the least like final destination only game. Yeah. Or one of the least. If there were any consequences, um, then it would just feel sloppy that so much yeah. stuff could happen on accident. But you're able to see kind of the, the, the mistakes play out. Um, and because everything is so cute and kind of over animated, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it feels uh, feels fantastic, really. Yeah, it just ends up being adorable and 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 pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So after you, uh, you know, throw a bunch of cactuses in this guy's mouth. Um, you get this cutscene with the Clawtress, um, <laughs> which is, I guess is a portmanteau of a, a fortress and a claw. I guess platypi have claws. They've got yeah, that this, spur this, that'll poison you. Even <laughs> they're running out of out of pun things <laughs> to do. Um, and you're introduced to, to kind of an unfortunate character, the princess. Oh, yeah. Pr- um, princess you know. gl- gl- Gluttonia or something like that. Yeah. Who is yeah. just, it's, you know, it's kind of a fat princess joke. Yeah. But with uh, Don Clawleone, which, uh, <laughs> which I, I like a lot. Oh, you mean the plop father? Yeah, the plop father, Don Clawleone. Claw <laughs> um, <laughs> but she calls him like John Lonely Paw or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> John Lonely Paw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's the princess and that's that, you know, we, there's only a few people left we have to rescue. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to go into this flying fortress to do it. I've never heard that word fortress. 
Oh, Claw Dress. Okay, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. It's like a Claw Fortress. Yeah. So this is pretty much uh, kind of a boss rush a little bit. There are some uh, small puzzle rooms in between everything, but uh, this is a shitload of tank battles. Um, other than that, the only real difference is that instead of having railroads, you have these rocket carts, which I, which I imagine are really fun to ride. Yeah. Um, well, there's more like the, the other big difference is they introduced these uh, spike rooms. Yes. With the uh, the gigantic golem. I like that a lot. That you can get into. Yeah. The golem is really empowering. I was thinking about like this has to be somewhere uh, on some list of like most, you know, best power ups <laughs> in a game because it's pretty fun. Like being in this walking battle tank in, in this game after having this kind of limited moveset and everything is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they can bust up open spikes. They box. So they're essentially like they're like Rock'em Sock'em robots. Like you fight. <laughs> It plays a lot like that Atari boxing game that's played from overhead. Oh, except you don't have like individual control over like left and right hands, but that like that is the like the spread you have. Yeah, it's the spread you have, and you're trying to get you know be just off from your opponents. So you can punch them in the chest before they can punch you in the chest mm-hmm. um, when you're fighting these other golems. Yeah, and these uh, just like every other, other every other enemy are designed like the golems from the mainline Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah, except now they're like walking battle tanks <laughs> inside a gigantic walking battle tank. I know, right? Um, yeah. The um, cogs so, uh, within cogs, cogs um. within cogs. Um, we haven't really talked about it, um, but the way you're going to get these things home with you is that there are these uh, wings. The same wing you use to teleport back to town in Dragon Quest is an item here, mm-hmm. um, which you can use to send anything back to your village in one shot. Right, and uh, these are really handy. Um, and you know, we fought the gigantic like Titan toddler uh, things before, and it's the easiest way to fight them as well. But they, you don't always have wings here, and they introduce those statues as just part of the level. Oh, wow. And uh, they're real tough. They're not just part of the level, but also part of the tank things. Like oh, yeah. Show up like the first like right away. Yeah. Against yeah. The, uh, uh, the, the the knight, the one yeah. that has the axe that will knock all of your shit down. Um, and this is the one where my kind of like suicide strategy of uh, of getting down to zero wouldn't work because without that golem, you can't actually kill those statues I found. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can kind of knock them back, mm-hmm. but it becomes really, really tricky, like a juggling thing to just hit them all and keep them out of your your heart. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was very tough. Like I had to really change up uh, my stuff. I never until you just said that, I never realized that the uh, that the golems, A, were collectible and B, that you could bring them into these tank fights. Um, The not the golems, the the statues is where I was talking about were in the. Oh, the shit. Fights. OK, there we go. Um, You might be able to there might be a way to get the golem into the tank fight, but I couldn't figure it out. Oh. Maybe it involves collecting 30 of them hmm. or something like that. You can send them back home, but they just become like a. I don't know if you use them in crafting or what. Hmm. I don't know if they're useful for anything, but you can send them back home using the wing. Hmm. But I don't know what they do. Huh. But yeah, no. that was uh, like the, the, this guy was my kind of like wake up call for this last area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this this last little area is pretty tough. Hmm. They also have these uh, killbot things that they introduce, which I don't think are a Dragon Quest. No, I don't they think They don't look so. like they involve in Dragon. Like they look like they're, they belong. Mm-hmm. Um, but you fight these things, which are just kind of like kind of tough, like weird ninja cyborg <laughs> things. So they have a ninja look to them, like they're sleek. Mm-hmm um they're not that bad though like no. you you can hit them you fight and, uh, one a... here and then you like fight a shitload of them later yeah you fight, yeah, you fight six as like a mini boss mm-hmm. yeah so this is one of the, the fights where like the chaos works in your favor like you're hitting enemies they're hitting other enemies when you get knocked back you get knocked back far enough to be out of danger like <laughs> it just kind of works it's like a pinball machine yeah you know and th- that's probably like you know probably the closest thing to combat to this is like <laughs> it's like a pinball machine which is pretty cool yeah uh, there's another fight here against uh, DQ Swords with a yes. Z. Um, and the subtitle here is The Revolution is Coming, dot, 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 Wee, yeah. which is an amazing <laughs> joke. <Yeah. laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, you fight something called the, the, the hollow kitty. Yep. No, that's the, uh, that's the, that's the, uh, the name that's of the, the plob that you're fighting. It's the day, yeah. the demolition man, better the devil, yeah. you know? Yeah. Is, is that, yeah. The name of the tank of the hello, hollow kitty is the name of the, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, finally, <laughs> you, so there's a last fight with Slavel here, but I want to, just while we're getting those puns out of the way, the, uh, one, one of the last enemies that you rescue is count calories. Mm-hmm. Which is not necessarily a you know a slime pun unless like haha tub of goo or whatever, but that is an amazing name. For that a is thing. a good name. That is a good name. Yeah. The, but, um, but this last fight was Slival. Yes. So the final Slival fight, I think this um, you know this this is the the final exam mm-hmm. kind of thing. He's got uh, and this is this is before the actual final demon tank fight. Mm-hmm. This is the final Slival fight, but not the final tank fight in the game. Yeah. And everything you know I've said before still bears true. It just turned up. Did you guys? Did you have problems with this? How? What was your strategy for for final Slival? Not really. So here's the thing. After a while, I ended up finding Slival like to be easier than the other fights, hmm. because he is so alone. And my primary strategy for you know most of them was just to overwhelm. So after I after I stopped kind of being you know a little bit defensive and doing this you know sacrifice yourself to lure them out kind of strategy, I realized because he was alone that wasn't really necessary. So mm-hmm. I would jump into the cannon as soon as I could, um, mm-hmm. and then get in and then just start messing stuff up and keep him yeah. busy. Yeah, it's more or less what I did. I just went in through the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is a, it it is you know. I'm glad that this has he has a big final kind of goodbye moment because mm-hmm. of what happens afterwards, which is the whole thing with him. The reason why I think he works and he's funny is because there's no context. Oh, no, he's from another him. game. Yeah, yeah. And that's great. <laughs> like, I think that's very funny. Um, but he has to have this final goodbye before we actually get to the to his final real hurrah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, you end up finding the plob father um, <laughs> yep. at this point after you fight him, which is uh, shoots at you with a gun, <laughs> which, which is, is a Tommy gun. Yeah, which, that's a little bit weird, right? Well, I mean, that it would, also wouldn't work on a slime. Shoot you with a gun <laughs> yeah. um, that, that we use to kill humans. <laughs> humans? Oh, yeah, good. no, just humans. Um, yeah. the, the, that's a note that I either left out or we didn't read in the beginning. There are no humans in this because the creators realized if we, if we put humans in here, they would just go around killing everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it has that whole like you know again we're just having fun yep humans just have to come destroy us <laughs> yeah this is this is some kind of idyllic faraway land where slimes can live without persecution yes <laughs> goose execution nope nope um but um but yeah persecution. so yeah, yeah persecution there we go um but yeah the uh that makes way more sense but yeah he fires the tommy tommy gun at you and i don't know how he is he throwing his babies at you when he got these mini- <laughs> miniatures, I don't know if they're babies or if he's just doing Mortal Kombat friendships and has all tiny dolls of himself. <laughs> that he's doing, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not totally sure. At 50 percent health, he does a Dark Souls phase shift, and he mm-hmm. uses a magic wand to turn into a a, a monocle dragon slime. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a dragon with his same silly face. <laughs> Um, but uh, you know, the fight is he just kind of moves around in, in big sinuous, you know, dragon <laughs> circles yep. and uh, you just have to hit him in the head. Yeah. There's not that much to it. Um, how are you? You think all is done. However, the princess who has eaten all the food in the <laughs> fortress, uh, because of sexism, um, decides, I mean, not sexism. I don't know what the, what you call like the kind of just like, like fat princess thing. You know, I, but, know. I saw it as more cartoonish than denigrating. Like, yeah, I guess it's not that denigrating. It's just yeah. it was just kind of like I felt it felt a little cheap. 
<laughs> to me, like, I just like, you know, hungry person, like hungry, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, I'm not like, nobody needs to write in. This is, <laughs> I didn't like to Kotaku. I'm going to write an essay about how problematic <laughs> rocket slime is. I just had a brief moment of just being like, oh, that feels kind of lazy and yeah. not that funny um, that she oh, just oh. wants to eat it. All it made me think of was the uh, was in Wild Arms when one of uh, Cecilia's character traits was that she loved hamburgers and could put 50 of them down. Yeah. It's like, eh, okay. Yeah. I was talking with, with Brayton the other day. I think hot dog might be the funniest food, like the best like, comedy food. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just think like a, like hot dogs are, are funny. Like a picture of a hot dog is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody – I've been – there was like a, a joke on a, a You Talking You Too to Me where like Adam Scott – showed Scott Ackerman a picture of two hot dogs and one bun. And I've been showing, I found a picture of that. I like that whenever anyone asks to see a picture of anything, I show them that first um, which I think is pretty funny. Um, I don't know. I, th- I just think that hot dogs are, are, are pretty funny. They also have like a real gross, like I mean, we, we, we were talking about like the eroticizing of food and how like, you know, you need a banana and, and, mm-hmm. and growing a banana is supposed to be kind of hot. Cause it looks a little bit like a dick. And how a hot dog is closer to a dick, but is way less erotic, and partly because it's a hot dog and just like has that unique hot dog smell. <laughs> because like, because smells it's like... meant to be eaten on the street. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a street food. It's meant to be, uh, you know, it has that hot dog smell, mm-hmm. which doesn't occur uh, outside of hot dogs. <laughs> right. The just the, the the nitrate soup. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but I think I think a hot dog is a pretty funny, like a picture of a hot dog or like a hot dog suit. Or like an anthropomorphic hot dog. I think a hot dog might be the funniest, like like the best goof yeah. food. It, it is. It is pretty goofy. I think there are funnier food words. My favorite funny food word is goulash. Okay, goulash is pretty good um, because you're racist. <laughs> what I like I goulash. Like, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but but no goulash. Um, ooh, yeah, we're playing Fallout, aren't we? Um, but um, but no. Also, one of my favorite uh, gifts on the internet. Uh, because I like industrial gifts is the uh, the the waterfall of hot dogs in the factory. Oh yeah, I like that a lot too. <laughs> yep. Because it loops perfectly. Yeah, I, I guess like the my my go to when I'm actually making jokes is Pepsi, but yeah. like I think a name brand, a name brand is is funny. But hot dog is really up there mm-hmm. for me. I don't know. I'm with, I'm 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 personally we were, it was just a discussion. It's not like case closed or anything. Bam. Yeah. yeah. Funniest thing, but just like a hot dog, like. I don't know. If, like, if you were like, imagine opening an empty, like you get a new house and the uh, the landlord is showing you around the house and they're showing you all the rooms and just like you're inspecting a house and then you open one room and it's empty and there's just a perfect food in the middle of the room, <laughs> like just like not even on a tray. Just oh, it's in the a floor dog. Yeah, just a floor dog. Like like a hot dog is the funniest thing I can imagine there. Hmm. Like just to be in the middle of the room, like presented. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say a fully cooked turkey with all the fixins, but that's a little bit too ostentatious, I think. Yeah, I, I see, think that's, like like yeah. like a hot dog. It seems like it could have been there by accident because people walk around with them. <laughs> yeah, because you might have been pocket dogging. Have you been watching that show? Well, what's what's what, 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 what show? Pocket dogging? <laughs> no, the league. Oh no, I've never, I've never seen. Yeah, no, league. Rafi. Uh, what, what, what's what's his name? Uh, uh, from uh, uh, Manzukis. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Manzukis. He uh, he carries around pocket dogs. Oh really? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't know that. I just thought pocket dogging was when you're carried around a pocket. Yeah, no, it's exactly what it sounds like. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, I could see a hot dog being an accident. But like, no, just picturing it there in the middle. Like maybe it's hardwood. Maybe it's been recently like dust mop, and not to, like too recently. But there's a mm-hmm. hot dog with just like the perfect spiral, the perfect S yeah. of, uh, of of ketchup and mustard on it. Yeah, and just like, and then lays like, and here's the master bedroom. Yep, and and then just kind of turns you away and continues <laughs> through, like. <laughs> wait, wait a minute does that dog come with the house 
What? What dog? Sold. The, the dog has always been with the house, sir. Um, you've never left. <laughs> you go to the basement. There's just a picture of you. It's like the end of The Shining, eating a hot dog in that in that with that crew of like fancy New Year's people. Yeah, but you're just like ah, oh. like, like your jaw basically unhinged. <laughs> yeah, never eat a hot dog. I like to do it like a snake might eat a hot dog. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, Gary. Sometimes in lieu of lunch, uh, when I when I'm out shopping, I will go to the Sam's Club. And the, here's the secret, like the life hack for Sam's Club. You can get a hot dog for like eighty cents. Yeah. And it's like a quarter pound Nathan's and they'll, they, you know, just, you, you, you get that. And that is, that is like a lunch for a day. Like you don't even need to eat dinner after that. <laughs> lunch but, for a day. Yep. It's lunch for a day, you know? Yeah. Um, but they'll always um, give you like a little tub of kraut and I'm not sure what to do with that. I don't like kraut, but like, yeah. I feel bad just kind of throwing a, a thing of kraut away. Yeah. And just on a hot dog. Like I like sauerkraut on, on a bratwurst. Yeah. That's yeah. why you eat a kraut. Like, yeah. Yeah. If they gave me onions. Okay. Like I'm down to clown, but kraut yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah kraut not, not, not so much I don't know. it's like how the people who eat at a, a at ikea extensively <laughs> like you can like you can go there and get a dollar for five meatballs in like a dixie cup yeah yeah or get the yeah. uh the uh, they have hot dogs that are cheap too yeah they, they've got the 50 cent hot dogs but uh when i go to ikea it's either for the breakfast because oh, going to ikea afternoon um but mm. uh like the like everything else is just like brown cafeteria food so like yeah. chicken fingers and shit yeah I I I mean I when the first time I went to IKEA and someone had like really stressed how awesome it is as a place to eat mm-hmm. I I was sorely disappointed because nobody nobody just said like yeah like you can get it like it's it's fine it's like a, it's, it's cafeteria yeah yeah no one no one said that they're just like oh man we're going to IKEA we're going to get those meatballs and I was like expecting like oh these going to be good meatballs <laughs> we'll eat some good meatballs it's, good it's, meatballs it's about the same quality as their furniture you know it's like it's it, a it's yeah. the thing, like, you know, if you stick to the wraps and if you like their salad bars, okay, like all of that is fine. But like, mostly, well, you're, I, mostly you're there to eat to get like your lingonberry juice and a cup of coffee. I never said it was, it wouldn't be fine. It <laughs> yeah. was just like a weird thing to like, to built up, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be like, man, we're gonna get those meatballs. And it's like, that's, hey. that's just part of the experience. And maybe it's because I've been to an Ikea way too many times. Like, yeah, you know, we have them like right here. So I, I've had a microwave meatball before. <laughs> yeah, like, like. It's just, it's just not you can special. buy them and take them home and eat them not surrounded by millions of arguments. And they're exactly the same. Like yeah. it's you know the same meatballs. Yeah. So no. if you want that special sauce though, you have to get like a, a packet, like a, a mix. Oh yeah. To make to make their meatball sauce. Yeah, I think that's the that's the missing thing. I'm not a fan of their meatballs, honestly. Yeah, and like, they're fine. I like their uh, like the like the tube of cookies though, like with the chocolate heart in the center. Oh sure, those are pretty good. But yeah, like I'm I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I, not not just because of all this talk of like four hot dogs, pocket dogs, well, and meatballs. Dogs, like yep. four dogs, pocket dogs, meatballs. Um, <laughs> it's not just because of that. I was hungry anyway, and yeah. then and just naturally came to four dogs. Yeah, that's uh, that that's what happens at, at uh, uh, story play meetings at work. But like at right around eleven o'clock, <laughs> we realize all of our ideas are about food. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Huh. Stick to games, uh, guys. Um, yeah. Stick, stick to games. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so the, so the princess who likes food, maybe maybe I'm not reacting to a sexism thing. It's just like a fat, like a dumb fat. Yeah, like, like I maybe, think that's yeah. what I'm picking up on. Yeah. Anyway, um, she she blows the flute because she thinks it might be food, and uh, <laughs> it summons. She's the, like, "There's no food that you eat by blowing it." Well, no, there's like um, that candy you can buy, like like little candy recorders, like can't like like candy well, slide whistles and stuff. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, the uh, but uh, this summons the Dark Lord. <laughs> And uh, the Dark Lord possesses uh, Claudio. Mm-hmm. The Dark and, Lord uh, in this instance is a tank. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. which, I, which is cooler than the Dark Lord of uh, uh, Dragon Quest VIII. Yep. That, that, that dumb looking jester thing that we were supposed <laughs> to be scared of. Who yeah. uh, gets a reference in this as well. Hmm. Um, but uh, it's a flying tank as, as well. Hmm. And uh, Slival's tank forms with your tank to create a flying tank. Yes, both of your tanks are destroyed and they fall into Mount Krakatroda. Uh, yeah. where the uh, where the crackpot decides we're going to fuse you together and the final fight is uh, is a tank battle between you and the dark one this gigantic tank with the plop father pos- possessed and manning it yes and uh slival is on your side now yeah which is pretty pretty sweet <laughs> um yeah the um you can it's it said that you can't infiltrate you can infiltrate this oh wow um yeah you just you you do it through the through the through the uh, basement. Oh, well, you're, you're yeah. floating in the sky, the sky, but you can still just walk Yeah, out on air. Yep. I kept on trying to, uh, like, it felt like I made it. And it's really frustrating when you get, like, right there, like, one pixel away, but they decide to fire. Yeah. that I think that yeah. might have been what happened um, mm. to me here. But uh, I figured, well, I can't fire in, and I didn't know about busting down the doors. So. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's not intuitive busting down the doors because the feedback is really modal mm-hmm. in a way. Like, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't initially show that you're making progress. It does after like five hits, mm-hmm. it, it slowly degrades, yeah. but the first hit, you know, it doesn't necessarily look like you're, you're doing much. It would, it would telegraph it the same way if you weren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, um, like for this fight, I just kind of ended up because I couldn't infiltrate kind of luring him out and, uh, uh, working on the, the puppet working on the plot father in the middle while mm-hmm. Slyvel just kept on firing ammo over um and uh just keeping him busy so just like the other dual fights if you keep the one person busy uh they can't really fight you now this one will fire ammo at you um on its own like Mm -hmm. he fires faster if uh if he's up there but i just kind of started luring him out yeah yeah it has that automatic ammo thing and Mm -hmm. the ammo it fires is is devastating yes (laughs) like it's it's all super nasty Mm -hmm. um which i think you gain the ability to make that yourself oh shit after the fight for again, yeah. for the weird PVP after like <laughs> yeah, meta game for, that for the post game, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nobody's doing that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, this is, I mean, kind of a hard fight. Like, if you are, I could see if you were playing this normal and you and you weren't down there trying to fight him and keep him busy. Like his his ammo will do the same thing the drill does and deny you the ability to use your cannons. Yeah, while continuously yeah, yeah. doing damage to you, and you get a you get an HP boost, but you have a thousand HP and he has fifteen hundred. So it yeah. kind of seems to be like engineered or geared toward getting down to the last minute. Yeah, which it was, it was successful for me. Like I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't lose against him. Um, I just I, yeah. you know you know got down to the last minute. It was really intense and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, after you destreat, uh, defeat him, um, you know you you fall down to this anchor anchor site that you always fall down to where uh, you get your treasure and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, a Claudione is still alive, and uh, uh, Jiska decides to kind of like get out of there. <laughs> um, they're, they're like, just like well. <laughs> enough of that like it, and, it, and it reveals his plot where he actually wanted to kind of woo the princess or whatever and decides not to because she's fat um you know <laughs> well no he uh he, he gathered the princess the princess because she was the biggest uh like she was the shortcut to getting the flute which oh, he's, tra- yeah. he's trying to woo this uh this platypus uh pop idol oh uh, you're like, right. like like chickadee boo uh That's is, is her right, name right. and she and she <laughs> a television lowers and it's her interview saying i'm so over these magical flutes now i'm in to this thing called dual magus underpants 
Yes. <laughs> Dual Magus being the uh, the bad guy from Dragon Quest Eight. Ah, there we go. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so the Dawn, uh, he rallies his men. He's still alive as everybody's saying, what do we do with him? And he escapes so he can go get this other thing so he can uh, get the attention of his one true lady love, Chickity Boo. Yep. Yeah, that's I, I was mistaken. That is the, the correct thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go back to town here, um, if you don't have all the slimes, they'll say like, hey, you know, <laughs> there's still people in, who are dying you slowly of asphyxiation. Yeah, uh, you fucked up. <laughs> um, you had to, to go uh, get, get those boxes. But once you eventually do, you get this kind of fun victory lap mm-hmm. where everyone's dialogue changes. Everyone's way into you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, you can you can kind of have that fun like that coda. Mm-hmm. that comes with a beating a game that is full of, you know, whenever there's a town, you can talk to all the people and they congratulate you. Yeah. It's kind of satisfying. Yep. And then you just go to the King and this initiates kind of the parade in your honor. Yes. Um, yep. One little thing that we didn't mention that you can fuck around with here that I think they, they expected people to spend more time with. It might've been, you might be able to trade these with your friends. Did you fuck around with the drawing program at all? A little bit, but it's kind of like I just scribbled a dick and I was done with. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, there's not too much to it other than just drawing dicks. Um, and since it's not hooked up online, nothing can stop you from drawing a dick. Right. You, you, you could go into a Best Buy with one of these games and draw a dick on there and just leave. No one's ever going to find out. Uh, so, you know, thank God. The um, Yeah, so the uh, there's a couple little things you can still do, though, is my point. Like, if you want to keep playing, it's up to you when you want to stop. Yeah. Um, there's also the, the weird boss rush thing mm-hmm. um i don't know what to call it but that the gigantic cannon where you can fight the uh the successfully yeah, harder i, I never like challenge cannons out. i never figured it out it uh it never I got did to, anything for me yeah i got it to open and everything like i could fight them but i just didn't want to do it yeah um there's you know, a surfing mini game too oh yeah the click the coin collecting mm-hmm. mini game which is you know that's that's fine that's reasonably like kind of cute if you want to grind for money which you don't but it's like <laughs> it's a little one-off activity you know, which I appreciate. But those are all the things you can do, though, if you don't want to actually end the game. But eventually, you talk to the king and say, "It's the end of the game," mm-hmm. and uh, and you get your your credits and your parade, where everything is a pun. Yeah, every <laughs> they and they they uh, they they're not afraid to use them over and over. Nope. So like the 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 coordinators, uh, <laughs> uh, everyone is coordinators, and there's so many coordinators <laughs> that's that show up there. And again, they're not even. So many things that are not even a pun. Yep. Um, but uh, that, so, some of them are, which is pretty fun. Instead of animation, there's slimation. Yep. Um, instead uh, of associates, there's a slushiets. I like a slushiets a lot. <laughs> um, and puns laters instead of translators. <laughs> um, but it's, it's fun to go through the, the credits. And again, they boy, are they committed. <laughs> instead of special thanks, it's special slurps, too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. I love it. 60%. 60%. Uh, this is one of the most committed games we've ever played. Can you think of a game that we've done for the show that has a more unified, like, mission statement or aesthetic than this does? Like, this is so of a goddamn piece. Like, this is really, really committed. When you put me on the spot, I can't. I'm sure there might be something, but, like, you know, it's it's hard to say, like, oh, Monkey Island. Well, no, that's actually, like, a pastiche of a whole bunch of stuff. And it's tonally all over the place. Like, this is just, like, this one note very the whole committed. way through. Yeah, this is very committed. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> then, then, then that ends up being Rocket Slime. Yeah. Which, like, <laughs> did you, what did you do? Were you, I know you said you got kind of sick of it about halfway through. Did were, did you end up liking it? Were you glad that you did it? Oh, or definitely. You... Like, when I saw that Slavel was Kane in the, in the in the closing credits, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I, 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 I dig this. Um, yeah, like, I ended up being a little bit uh, kind of 
dismayed every time I saw that there was like a mid-stage, ah, man, like 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 a mid-stage uh, tank fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of like, oh gosh, here's here's five minutes out of my life for this. Especially when they started repeating or didn't add stuff. Like the set piece ones, where each kind of like enemy had a gimmick. I really dug those, but I felt like those were used more judiciously than the ones that just kind of felt a little bit eh, meh. You know, like sawdust yeah. or something like that. Like the actual like top-down navigation stuff, that was all fine. Like I was kind of motivated enough by picking up the, the like the lower bits and tutorial bits and seeing what the next mm-hmm. kind of slime pun would be. I think the reward structure was really there, um, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. For as much as I appreciated the, uh, the 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 tank battle system, there wasn't enough like engagement there for me to be like, hey, here's a random one in the middle of the stage. Let's get excited about this. It, it ended up feeling a little bit like a barrier to getting to more interesting things. I think there were a few too many. Like I think I liked them a little bit more than than, or I was they were more welcome to me maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more. I didn't get as sick of them, but there were too many. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah. Um, and I just wish that like they had had enough to have. Uh, you, you know, just have the unique ones because mm-hmm. there are a lot of unique ones. Yeah. And each one that gets repeated, maybe gets repeated two times, mm-hmm. you know, so taking those out and not every one of them gets repeated either. So like taking those extra ones out um, wouldn't have been that big of a problem. Yeah. And um, the game would have, was already pretty short and I could understand, you know, that's a thing like it's it's from from a person who plays games and, and talks about them <laughs> um, and critiques them like we never want that. Right. But I also understand the idea of like, hey, we've stretched this idea as far as we can. And the, the publisher really wants us to be a certain length and like mm-hmm. feel like it's a good value proposition for for people to buy. Um, so I get that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and wanting to kind of pad that out a little bit. But I would have mm-hmm. preferred like a seven hour game or mm-hmm. an eight hour game that just was was not that. Yeah. But as far as like games we've done for the show is by no means like the most egregious or incredibly egregious as far as padding goes either. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, not. And they, like, they do so many like I could so easily imagine this without the like the really generous shortcut structure and stuff mm-hmm. like that would have been a huge pain in the dick. And I could see that being the case. Yeah, They make you know? so many decisions that that recognize what kind of game this is, that those yeah. moments where it kind of like uh, drags and droops um, are they, they feel kind of out of character. And maybe that's what I'm uh, um, reacting poorly to. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a really low, uh, a really low barrier to entry. It's like, I, it's still something like I would recommend to people because it is so, it's so breezy mm-hmm. and so cute and so easy to get and play. Yeah. Like, like this uh, on just the personality yeah. and the elastoblast mechanic alone. Like, I don't know yeah. that I've seen anything like elastoblasting in another game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's really satisfying. It's very kinesthetically pleasing, <laughs> um, like the, the sense of impact and everything. And then just the, the way the game looks is like bright and everything. And we, we didn't really camp out on this very much, but it's so fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the things, you, you know, the slimes you capture and and the monsters, like some of the designs like I talked about, I didn't like the cat and everything, but most of them are very cute. Yeah, um, everything is just very cute. The slime, when uh, I didn't do this because, you know, I'm glad I didn't. But early on in my uh, adultness career, I considered uh getting a tattoo of the, the dragon quest slime. Okay. Cause I, I love that monster. Like, <laughs> I just think it was like really, really cute. And dragon quest one, I spent tons of time with as a kid. So I fought, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these things. <laughs> um, I just think they're really adorable. Um, just, just picturing and, you get, getting them up and down your, up and down your flank. Like it's a fuselage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get one. Oh, just like up my side, like a, like a sexy lady might have that tattoo. Except yep. it's just up the ruins of my. And, yep. And so, instead of, instead of stars, it's just these pockmarks of slimes up to your pit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Up to my pit past the, uh, the, the, the writhing, uh, again, fuselage of, of my, uh, my, my pre-corpse that I like to carry around here. Yeah. 
<laughs> your vessel. Like, yeah. Yeah. The thing where I keep my blood when I'm not using it. Like in the, um, yeah, I almost got that as a tattoo. Cause I really like the, the aesthetic of these things and the simplicity. Like it might be my favorite JRPG monster. Oh, chocobos aside. Yeah, even I think I like these things more like just aesthetically and, and simplicity and cuteness. Oh yeah, like like they they are pre baked iconic. Like yeah, like yeah. I mean I love I love a tonberry, mm-hmm. I love a cactar, I love a chocobo. Yeah. Um, but I I really really love the slime. Yeah, he's good. Hmm. He's good. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's yeah. good without being great. Mm-hmm. But again, it's so easy to to just slurp it down. So. <laughs> So this is one of those things. Uh, like they're they're doing um, DS games on Wii U Virtual Console now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I would love to see this come back. And knowing oh, yeah, totally. knowing, knowing our record, like three weeks after we put this out, it'll be part of like a Christmas New Year's rush of, uh, of like new content out. Like yes, everybody get this. It's not exactly like it's not the most inexpensive thing on Amazon to get one of these. It's like fourteen mm-hmm. fifteen bucks. I would say go for it. Like if you have a 3ds, you can play this game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Indeed. Agreed. <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably. Um, what do we do next time, Cole? Well, Gary, next time we are starting our month of Fallout 3 coverage. So we're yeah. breaking that up into three episodes and an extra sode. The first episode uh, covering the main quest of the game. Yep. You're, you're, you're following daddy. <laughs> uh, second quest or second episodes about side quests. Mm-hmm. Um, side quest and uh, substantial non-marked quests yeah so we're splitting up like the vaults that just have a little story but not really mm-hmm. you know a quest quest uh quest structure to them yeah everything um when i say we're when i i mentioned this before we're splitting those up so like i played fallout 3 a bunch of times i could talk about it like right now and, and you have as well but for this playthrough the things are gonna be fresh in our memory we're splitting this game up because it's so huge yeah it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a book report style where one of us is giving a book report to another the other having who has also this read book. the book yes. several times <laughs> yep, so several times over like, the years yeah. so it's still a book club it's just like oh i haven't read that in a couple of years yeah. i remember that though like so it's, it's still good it's not gonna be that different for our normal episodes mm-hmm. um and then for kind of a first for us we're also covering the dlcs yes um because uh uh, one, um, Broken Steel is very kind of like it's an amendment to the main <laughs> game. Like it'd be weird not to do Broken Steel, mm-hmm. given that it addresses a lot of the kind of dumb things uh, with the ending of the, the vanilla game yeah. um, and kind of uh, adds a lot to it. And then two, because, uh, you know, they're worth talking about, like they're yeah. kind of interesting. Um, and the majority so, of them besides Point Lookout are very, very short. They are very, very short. And Point Lookout is very, very good. Yep. So it's like it ends up being, uh, you know, it worth playing the one that's good. And the other ones are just big treasure boxes. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, there are some things I like about the pit. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. But the um, Operation Anchorage, op- a- a- Anchorage, Anchorage and Zeta Anchorage. are, uh, yep, are uh, not the Anchorage. Uh, yeah. yeah, are not, uh, eh, yeah, they're, they're there Z- so you can get their, their armor. <laughs> Zeta's the worst thing that Bethesda, I've played that Bethesda's done. Yep. <laughs> um, I hate Mothership Zeta, and, but I can enumerate it. Like I'll, I'll talk about it because some people really <laughs> like it and it's, I, I get it, but boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. After that, we are doing uh mega man legends. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yep. I'm excited um, about it. It's on P- PSN. I am, I'm tentatively excited about it. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, I recommend you play that on PS3 as opposed to the PS Vita because you do need the shoulder buttons for that. I also mm-hmm. recommend switching your shoulder buttons to strafe as opposed to turn because what the fuck Konami? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Um, and then after that is the pool or are we doing the games that we No, after that we're doing, uh, we're doing sanitarium. 
Ah, yes, yes. Sanitarium, classic PC uh, adventure game, mm-hmm. um, which I'm super looking forward to revisiting. I, I love this game. It creeped me out a lot when I played <laughs> it when I first saw it. Yep. And uh, it's a really cool kind of weird adventure game orphan kind of thing. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not not part of a franchise. It's not part of anything else, but it's shown up on a couple of our polls. And eventually it was just like, well, yeah. <laughs> let's just do sanitarium because <laughs> yep. uh, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And we have a, uh, we have a poll coming up here pretty quick too. So. Indeed. And, and some stuff planned for, for spring mm-hmm. that we're going to do. So pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool stuff. I'm down. Yeah. I am down. Chew clown. <laughs> um, yeah. um yeah. so like in terms of like, business so it, this is uh let me take a look here at our story of a girl <laughs> are you guys doing that for teenage dirtbags so, like that video we, at some point yep yeah. cool yeah. <laughs> by like i mean like i want to hear you talk about it yeah. <laughs> uh this isn't the uh the last episode before christmas if you decide to celebrate that but it is one of them so i would encourage everybody if you're doing any last minute shopping go to um duckfeed.tv slash tip jar and use the amazon links there people have been killing it recently and that goes a long way towards helping us kind of mitigate some of the costs of running the network over the course of the year so like we really count on these you know uh these fall and winter months to boost that total so we can ride out it's like black friday yeah but for two months <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, in, in the, the original sense of black Friday before it got all commercialized, like <laughs> when it was actually about how it made uh struggling poor companies get into the black, like they deserve and pay their employees, um, and, and give all their money to Obamacare that they shouldn't have to. Um, I, I don't believe any of that. I, I realized that that didn't come off as, as, uh, outlandish well, maybe as well, I wanted. Also because I didn't laugh. I was yeah, like, well, I, where I, is I, he going I, with this? I was using that as a barometer. Like, oh, it's like, if Cole laughs, it's probably clearly a joke. If Cole doesn't, then maybe you well, know, the, somebody's listening to this is just like, you know what? I didn't like these guys before, and I thought they should just stick to games. Now, I, I'm kind of on board with them. <laughs> I kind of dig it. Now that they're calling out Obama. Um, <laughs> which Don't go to watch out fireballs Please. for hard-hitting political opinions. Nope. Um... um. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but yeah, that, that 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 is a great way to help us out. Um, a more direct way to help, if you are able to, um, is to go to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV and kick us a couple of bucks a month, and uh, mm-hmm. you get some rewards off of that, including access to our Slack channel. Um, if you're one of the upper tier donors, you get cool postcards. At least I think they're cool. Um, and uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, and and that's it. That's a huge help. Mm-hmm. And thanks to everybody who uh, who does that already. That's a that's a huge. It's huge. Yep. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, really appreciate it. Um, you can, uh, you know, you can rate and review us on iTunes. You can hit us up on social media, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash watch out for fireballs. Um, hit us up on Twitter or listen to our other shows. Mm-hmm. And talked about that in a little while. Yeah. T- um, uh, check out uh, Teenage Dirtbags. Uh, that is yeah. a show that Gary does uh, with his friend and mine, Brayton Cameron. Uh, that is about, uh, it is a show about bad music videos with more segments than there are stars in the sky. Indeed. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, references to uh, to Brayden and I's proto show, The Pitch, were in the mm-hmm. intro to this episode. Um, that's coming out or coming back in, in 2016. Also, we re- referenced Abject Suffering, mm-hmm. which like everybody who listens to this should listen to Abject Suffering. Oh, please do. Well, yeah. Why are people not listening to Abject Suffering? It's so yeah. fun. Hey, you get to hear shows about like LSD Dream Emulator. If you like the premium stuff, you can go to the store and get uh, uh, one about Night Trap here pretty soon. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? I mean, I understand why you wouldn't want it. You don't think we're actually that funny. You just think that it's fun to hear us talk about games. I get it. But just pretend. Um, Just pretend and help us pretend. Come on. It's hard enough to wake up. We're we're trying to live a lie and we'd like your help. Um, 
Anywho, uh, until next time, what should they watch out for, Cole? Well, Gary, I think that they should watch out for um, fire potions lobbed at you from the Chrono Twigger. There we go. trying to do a more robust burp than that. That was a, <laughs> <laughs> was a little tiny burp. It was a princess burp. Tinyprincessburps.net. <laughs> oh gosh. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> <laughs>